0: It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show Question all the things that you know Steve
1: likes
2: the week, Steve likes He's the weed about DMT The DMT The Hoosier Sophisticate Show The Hoosier Sophisticate Show Hoosiers with the dreams Sophisticated blasphemy It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show Question all the things that you know So let's set
0: our minds free for the singularity
2: It's
0: the Hoosier Sophisticate Show
2: The Hoosier Sophisticate Show The Show
3: Welcome ladies, gentlemen, non-binary, what? sentient, artificial what? intelligence, flora and fauna alike to the Hoosier Sophisticate Show, September 28th, 2020, a soft open to the lovely palatial Sweetleaf Emporium Studios here in beautiful Festus, Missouri. steve what a week, buddy.
4: Hey Mike, uh, hit us with the, the big overall cam. Can we, What's that one called?
3: portal it's cam
4: portal cam go down to portal cam it's also
3: on the stream deck. Oh! What? Oh! Oh! portal cam all day what are we
4: doing
0: where's my head portal
4: throw it into the portal okay take us back take us back take us back that stream deck's your friend here hey, we go there we go we're back and what a week it's been
3: that's been one of I'm the best. i messed
4: up, man. We've had so many good things going, and we talk about us stringing along good thing after good thing. I don't feel worthy of it. I don't feel deserving of it, but I also do. I'm learning how to get over that shit. You know what I mean? But wow, the moments. You made a post about uh, a moment that we laughed our butts off about this weekend. <laughs> and it was like, I was like, oh, that was a moment in a sea of moments. It was a. It was a beautiful moment in a sea of beautiful moments, man. What are we doing? What are we doing, what indeed? We, what's happening? What are what are these weirdos <laughs> into? And they think it's a sex cult. They're still holding out, thinking it's a sex cult. Maybe a sex cult. Maybe tell. it's a sex cult. We don't know. We don't know. Things weird things happen all the time. You, don't, you never know. Love is in the air.
3: Love is in the I air. Make love
4: with the wind. Oh,
3: mucho, mucho, mucho amor. amor. Yeah, so um,
4: we had a great, great weekend, dude. Great weekend. Uh,
3: you know, I know we. I never like to build things up too much. You know, I never like yeah, to build them up too great. much. I only said it probably 100 <laughs> a hundred times day. leading up to it. This is my favorite day <laughs> yeah. of the year. Uh, I put a little caveat as this year has has brought some unbelievable days to me, including my wedding when we all got together with the Hoosiers. I did have somebody say something to me who means a lot to me. One of the matriarchs of the Southside families. Uh, say something to me about how she had seen some pictures of the wedding and she's like it just it was beautiful and that's exactly what me and my husband wanted with our wedding we just we didn't want it to just be us we wanted to take all the people that we love to be a part of it and she goes and it looks like that's what you guys did and I was like that's exactly what we did. And so many new friends. <clears throat> so many new friends. <clears throat> so many new friends. Like a lot
4: of your old friends don't like you guys. No, they're though. the worst. I don't like you guys. I, 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 at all. I, I, old old I, friends and family. I jettison them. <laughs> burning bridges. Yeah, I jettisoned them. And <laughs> yeah, We are yeah, right off
3: go. to the races now.
4: No, but jo- all jokes aside, the people we've come in contact with the last three years. Oh, bud. I, I I'll give us. I'll do it. I'll say it. I'll give a special shout out to Matt Neal.
3: Oh, buddy. Holy he's as, he's as good as they go. He's, he's, he's they like
4: come. Mike. It's just like they're pure little hearted guys that you're like, oh, man, the world hasn't destroyed you yet. Or maybe it has. And you've rebuilt yourself in a way where you're like, oh, uh, I am all that is good inside. You know, like he him winning at O'Reilly stick was one of the favorite moments. He's Dude, like, he showed that's- me.
2: No! Go! He showed me. He goes,
4: I gotta show you something. He showed me his little heart
3: rate monitor on his uh, Apple Watch, or you know, and he's like, and you know, it monitors where you maybe hit your peaks and everything. He goes, this is the exact moment that my name was announced for the Ryan O'Reilly stick, and it like it pegged. It oh. was awesome. Like it he's was like, that was all. It was so uh, <laughs> natural and just naturally occurring. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was so great
4: because then he showed me his watch and he's like, look, it's one sixty beats a minute. 170, 180, <laughs> and he started to go out, and I was like, oh, damn, and I slowly started to slide the stick out of his hands as Matt Neal yeah. fell to the ground. Sure. I was like, he Let's won't save be the missing stick. This. Yeah. So next year's tournament will be uh, Raffle for Raffle. Matt Neal. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, buddy. Uh, no, but all the Hoosiers who came out, guys, oh, my God, what a little group of freaks we got here, and the people who haven't hung out with us yet, Uh, future friends, as I call them. I don't like to call people strangers. Even as a kid, my mom and dad were like, stay away from strangers. And I said, what? You mean future friends? (laughs) So I made a lot of friends that way and a lot of older friends, you know, back in the day. And so now I just love the people that we get to hang out with all of the time, man. Mm -hmm. And getting to do something so fun and then... At the end of it, and I think Brian's going to call us and let yeah. us know. We're going to get a little bit of an update. Raised, you but guys it, raised, <clears throat> we all raised. We all
3: raised it. Yeah. No, no, no. We all raised it. And what was um, interesting about it is, you know, a lot of preparation goes in this. We decided to do this months ago. It's something we've been doing every year. We try to, you know, single out a family that can use our help the most. Um, I think these types of events are awesome because people are happy to donate to, um, Causes and organizations that kind of align with their with their goals or, you know, but but to see the family that it's going to immediately help, uh, I think makes it even that much people that much more just excited to help out. This being the year with COVID, you know, doing what it does and, and our, our ability to all gather and things like that. Like, we knew our numbers were going to be affected a little bit by that. Originally, when we put this out there, people were signing up and everything. And as time went on, for the sake of being safe, people were like, I ah, probably can't make it. Been exposed through a person, through a person. Going to play it safe. So we, we were,
4: usually make people French kiss at the yeah, door. Yeah, well, there's plenty of, them, of Frenching.
3: Plenty yeah. of French That's why I get it. Um, but there was, <clears throat> you know, there was, we were expecting on getting close to 60 teams to play washers. I thought there was going to be more. Uh, and I kind of thought there, there was, was gonna going to be more. And then as the registration time came around, like people are slowly trickling in. We're like, oh, you know, ended up getting 32 teams, which is a good, good little tournament. It's a, good, it's yeah. a nice little tournament. Um, but there were a ton of people that were just there to be a part of it all inclusive bracelets, just wanted to hang out, some fellowship. And for me, what's really awesome about this, this is something when I when my parents moved me to Springfield, like all I ever thought about in Springfield was like how I wish I could take some of the things that I loved about Springfield and just marry it with what I loved about my neighborhood in St. Louis and my friends there. I wanted my friends there to be my friends here and yeah. and I knew they would all get along and You
4: want all your friends to marry each other. I wanted Yeah,
3: yeah. But <laughs> but to bring those two bits of happiness together for me was something that I've always wanted. Yeah. And as you get older that becomes more of a you know possibility. You don't re- you don't rely on your parents to get you from point A to point B or you don't? whatever. Sometimes I do. When, I, when I was 30 years ever old everywhere. the first time I hit a dab I did have to call my dad for a ride. Nice. I was a grown adult. Uh, good for you though. But I, I was being safe.
0: Uh, uh, was good.
3: <clears throat> but um with this this was like for me one uh, an example of that type of moment where all of the old school family and community that I grew up with who uh, we're still changing a lot of those minds with the things that we talk about and they know us and, and love us to be who we are and know that we're, you know, we're doing things for the right reasons or so they think so, you know, and uh, and, and so for them to be able to come together for something that may have otherwise missed them for a family, they didn't know, but because it was, it's like the whole call the banners thing, man. Like because someone from the neighborhood said this needed to be done the entire old neighborhood came back together and did it and there were a bunch of moments for me that were super humbling that were uh they i i felt as though we really accomplished doing doing something good you know it feels good to give that's something that we we talk about all the time like are we selfish because of how good we feel for being able to do these things and maybe to to the level but that that's like uh you know it's a uh, almost excused selfishness because other people are, are taking a part of that. So we had this day, the turnout was about half of what it was or what we were expecting, but everybody that came there gave and gave and gave and gave. And if they ran out of money, what else, what can I do to help out around here to make this happen? we raise i because you know yeah i think when you throw an event like this you kind of measure the success of it based on like a number that you have in your head or you know you want to you want to reach certain goals and i stress over things like that like i want to make sure that not only is it worth everybody's time who came in here but it's also going to make a significant difference for for somebody like aubrey for the matthews family and You know, I question that all day and you work a little bit harder. You spin the chuckle luck wheel a couple more times. You you, you figure were on out your feet all day. That I was day. I, like, I was just trying to do what I could. And I watched everybody do that. We had Jessica Evans come in from Kansas City, hustling 50, <sighs> 50 tickets all day. Angie Riker, just running things, you know, like people run. Or, I say Angie Riker. She's married. To a Kessler, no, to Brian. Kessler. I liked what you said much I'm better. Leaving Kessler's that. name out of it. What yeah. a jerk I am. <laughs> Angie, Reichert Angie Reichert Kessler. Like, what am I doing? <clears throat> Angie holding it down. Uh, everybody just just doing what they can, serving food, plating food, working the beer tent, whatever they could just to just to make it happen. And over the course of the day, I we, there was a significant amount of money that that you know changed hands. All for the sake of for many of those people to help out a stranger in need because they were just digging into what could it possibly be like to to uh, you know to be a young couple uh, with four young children one of a brand new infant child uh, a, a, a little four year old girl fighting a battle that I mean, most the, the, of us can't wrap Her new baby on. is this big. Yes.
4: It was this big. When the baby came in, I was like, babies are that big? Yeah. Like, I, f- I forgot how little they were. Totally. Like, Ivan is this big now. Ivan, I'm carrying the bed. I'm like, what is going what on? What happened here? He's five. What is going on? And seeing the little baby and seeing what that family, uh, and not to cut you off, but dude, You're it, not cut, it, yeah, no. it was amazing to see the outpouring of love. And I try to kind of live at this even keel where... I don't get too high, I try not to get too low. I get fired up sometimes. I'll cry over music. I feel, I feel emotions and stuff, but I sometimes feel blocked off to maybe putting it all out there or something. I'm I'm trying to figure all this out now. Do I have walls up? What do they look like? You know, how do I trust people? You know, like cuz I always kind of wait for like all these good people. I'm like, well, when are they going to fuck up? You know, when are they going to be an asshole? But all of this core group of people have come together like That's just what they do. They just give and give and give and express parts of themselves. We, with being so close to Aubrey and the Matthews family, you see the the pain and trauma and suffering a family can go through being so close that post today about some of the nosebleeds because it was heartbreaking. Oh my God. So to allow yourself to go there, to allow myself to think and feel and empathize and wonder what it must be like. Oh, my God, can I carry a little bit of that load for you? Can I? Can, can, that, can that picnic, can you dump a little bit of the load and I can help you carry this thing? We all can mm-hmm. dump a little bit of it because I know that load must be the heaviest thing anyone has ever had to carry, and we're going to try to help you carry it. I don't know if we can. We're going to try. We're going to do our damn best to try. So if you live in those moments of those posts, then I also want to bathe myself in the human experience of when we all got around to sing the guitar and singing, lay it on me and everybody's just kind of laying into each other, this group of Mm -hmm. love that we could be, you know, I know we weren't social distanced really, but you know, we were like this little huddle Of people singing their heart outs into the South City sky, man. After an entire
3: day of work. Like it it was like, it felt tribal, but but it felt tribal, right? Like after a big hunt, sure. right? After a big hunt and gathering, everybody comes back. There's a feast. Everybody sits around this feast and they celebrate a hard day's work with with the best way that you can, which is giving that work value which it's like we try to sustain this health and this happiness because what it is to be human is to feel this right like that's what the culmination was at the end of the night and i got But you can deflect away, away from that. No you doubt. can go i don't no feel
4: doubt. really anything. <laughs> okay. I don't feel really anything. That way i'm not too high not too low but cuz you got to let yourself get up and down you know like it made me think of all the times plucking in the basement i couldn't play an e string g chord whatever but now I'm able to be able. That was my dream to play the guitar and have my friends sing songs with me, mm. and it is a reality over and over. And each time, it gets not better and better, but just I I maybe allow myself to accept the glory that is life. We got some comments, Mike. You want to read? Mike, go ahead. And Mike and Seth are here. Everybody, go ahead and turn on your camera. I got you. I got you. Yeah, camera. You want- Cockpit. Hold on, there's
1: a little bit of scrolling you got to do Cockpit. To, Cockpit. To, What's going so on with made that thing? We
0: uh, Facebook because of our unmaskingness. Oh, this t- oh, that's great. A scoot over here, Mike. We we made, over there, get on my camera. I
4: heard we made a Crontolet Facebook page. You can, you can point that thing down, too, that camera, if you want. Yeah. I don't want to touch it. You I'm can kidding. touch it and make it go down.
2: Look at, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Seth. Seth, Seth, Seth. Let me disappear. <laughs> 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 he wants to talk into again. that mic, Mikey. If you're going to talk, scoot over, Mike.
0: Read yeah. those. Yeah, read those, those clips. So we've got we made Crandall at Facebook because of our unmaskedness. Oh yeah. Uh, Grace John says hello. Jennifer Barra says hello. They want to know how much did uh, you guys reach? We're getting a phone call. We'll later. have we'll have Everybody a phone call later. We'll give you guys
3: all a check in here.
0: Yeah, all the words are so kind, heart wrenching to see her post. Don't know what that means. Just it was today. it was uh, Aubrey's post today. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry I missed that one. Um, yeah. So what we have here on the list today, we have uh, seven a.m. starting whenever. Oh they no, go you morning. don't read that. You just leave it in the background, Mike. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Main cam, main chat.
4: No, 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 move your hand. Perfect. I'm <laughs> okay. saying Dennison's
3: name. Dennison.
4: Um, say my name. Yeah. Why? Say my name. Say All my right, name. Go. No one is around. You, you brought up uh,
3: something where you know you're talking about deflecting that and feeling that uh, and potentially trying to run away from those feelings. And I think that. <clears throat> so I had, <laughs> I had a couple of moments throughout the course of the day that were just wildly humbling. I was a by the end of it, you know, we've been there since whatever nine a.m., setting up, a whole lot of work goes into it up before. Then you're on your feet all day, and then you get the opportunity to really cut loose. the The work parts over it, you know. You're not you're not spinning a chuckle luck wheel anymore. You're not hustling tickets anymore. Now you're just having some conversations. You're catching up. You're catching up from people uh, of yesteryear. You know, like how where they're at. And so as that was going on, we're having a great time singing. uh, Brian looks at me and Brian and I had a rule like we're not going to talk about it being a good day or how we did it until it's the two of us sitting there at five o'clock in the morning when everybody's gone. That's when we'll reflect on what we did. Until then, let's just really enjoy what's going on in front of us.
4: Then we can really stroke each
3: so other. And we did. Boy did. Boy, ever did we? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what we do, guys. That's what gets us through this thing. So uh he kind of motions towards me as we we were done singing a song. So I'm like, oh, okay, let's see what's going on. He's like, you just gotta you gotta check out there's a whole different vibe that's going on downstairs right now. And uh so I I come closer to the to the steps to go inside and I walk down the stairs, and I'm hit with a wall of sound. Uh, we, we, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, they're gonna, ch- we're gonna check in here shortly with Brian Kessler. We're gonna give you guys a idea of what we got here. Well, heads up. Um, well, heads up. So, anyway, I walk in. It's this wall of sound. Billy Joel. Oh, what a night! And it's like it's a whole. Lay
2: to
4: say. Back in '63. That's and not Billy Joel. What a very it's not Billy Joel me oh, lady, I? are you telling oh, me that's not I Billy? got a funny feeling when she won't. that is not Billy the Joel and the
3: this Valley seemed older than that though this was like
4: Frankie Valley, Valley is old <laughs> no no uh, this Valley felt this felt a sleep
3: song. this feel? felt uh yeah, you're probably right. Uh, whatever.
4: For the longest time. That kind of sounds doo No, doo-wabby. but it wasn't.
3: No. Anyway, whatever. It was, oh, what a night. I walk in there. Everybody is dancing. And you've recently got a Billy Joel tattoo.
4: tattoo. That's embarrassing. Yeah, actually, I went hair. to. It's not Billy Joel. <laughs> this morning. Uh got not not Billy Joel. After. <laughs> uh,
3: anyway, so we walk. I walk down there. People are dancing. It's a totally different vibe, but it's equally awesome. Like, dancing totally like different Mike? thing. <clears throat> Four seasons. There you go. Cranky at the now. firehouse. We'll call in a minute. Okay. Uh, don't think that's It's not It's not fucking Billy Joel anyway. Yeah He made a mistake So it, it, Okay there's one <laughs> i tell you I'd, Yeah
4: there it is Keep it coming i tell you to write it down
3: In a notebook <laughs> yes, Because you're Steve gonna have Maggie to Bally, Anyway Maggie. So I go down there Everybody's dancing <laughs> Are you guys sure? It's great We're going at it To Billy Joel We're fucking Everybody is boogieing dude Just fucking boogieing Everybody All the Three or four different Generations of people Just yeah. fucking Dancing the night away Kind of check in on that situation. Have some fun. Elton John comes on. Your song. We're singing. Everybody's having a blast. This is before I come up to tell you, like, I've got this whole thing going on. Everybody's just loving on each other. Gino's telling me, hey, you, did, you guys did good today. you know, you done good, kid. Always feels good when, good you know, kid. the patriarchs and the, the matriarchs. Have, yeah, the elders. The tribe elders, when they, when they say, that you guys did good. Because yeah, usually get. they're riding
4: us all, yeah, all the, the time. time, riding us.
3: So, um, I have that. So. I have that moment kind of down there, and it was awesome. I walk out to your song. I'm telling you, buddy, I just experienced the ending to our movie. And we were laughing, and way. you and I are playing this out, and and people are watching us. Getting the biggest kick out of one another ever. Like, they don't even realize, like, this is most of our brainstorm sessions. Now, I will say, we left... Harder this time than maybe ever before. But I usually, get, bro- a I usually a get a pretty good We've broken laughter a couple of times. I usually get a pretty
4: good cry from laughing where my eyes are watering. I'm not crying. So that's
3: tremendous. I hang out Man. there a little bit. There's like a wedding party that is like past belligerent uh, oh, that showed buddy. up. They are way past belligerent. They show up. Uh, they're kind of moving throughout the party. We're back to singing songs around the picnic table. I'm hanging out down there telling you all about it, whatever. End up going back downstairs. At this point, it's like it's a bunch of kids I went to grade school with that were all older siblings. You got Kessa's parents, and then you got like I'll call them out by name. You got like Johnny Needers, who was you know like that next generation ahead of us, like but still like still tied because that's how the South side is like we're all just fucking we're all the the sons and daughters and, Our, and brothers and sisters of the same people so we're sure. all just this big
4: family like an and, empires. And, and you and South side I Side empire legacies and I, totally and um, you and I it, have so it,
3: many connecting 1 million people Steve sell there with considering all those, yeah. we didn't know each other until Not, a couple we, years we ago had to it's crazy
4: um did uh okay is the bride party? Is the bridal party gone at this point?
3: They're like, I think there's a couple of them hanging out outside. There okay. is, there are, the groomsmen are still kind of hanging out. I have no idea where. Real
4: these... quick, the bride came in hot. Came, came in that, hold real that, hot. Hold but that I thought. I will. The I bride that, came no in problem. thought hot. Thought hot. Thought bride came in hot. Everyone's like, congratulations. She's like, where's Anne? You can tell she's got that. That stare only like the drunkest people do, and you're like, "Oh man, well, it's her wedding night, whatever." Yeah, help and enjoy yourself. She's downstairs in that downstairs part, and like you said, it was like a magical. Old it was days. just weird. You just walk, and it always that, is. It's Motown it Central. In, it's, mo- it's all the old. It's all the songs we've heard a million times before. You're hearing them again for the first time tonight. You're, you're wasting singing them, them singing them <laughs> from your fucking. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no doubt. They come in, they're putting on some, you know, new age music, probably some WAP or something. Mike's, yeah, was, you know, all night long. Playing uh, that thing. I know. I couldn't handle it with my ears. I know. And I couldn't take I it. Know. Um, so then, you know, I could tell Gino takes me in the bathroom. He's like, did, uh, 20 minutes. I'll give him 20 minutes. i was like, oh, this is great. The bride spills Cheetos everywhere. And I'm like, God, that's like what – kids do that. Like, I remember the first yeah. time I got drunk. You know, that yes, I yes. I like, so our my dad's and said, oh, I remember amateur hour. It's am- I don't go out on Mardi Gras. It's amateur hour. Then she proceeds to slip on one single Cheeto, and she eats it back. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, everyone – this must be a recurring thing because everyone's just like, oh, bride down. Okay, cool, whatever. So then – Five minutes later, they're coming out. They're walking her out. She's done. She's she way she's out. out. She's out. She's weekend at Bernie's. You know what I mean? She's yes. Really her.
3: Bernie Lomax.
4: So then we have a table like this set up outside, uh, just a little folding table, and it's got this big um, uh, candy tower on it that yeah. was just the Lollipop only thing top. left out. Yeah. Only thing. There's about four steps, pretty steep concrete going down from this retaining wall down to the street at Spanish Society. She takes one, two steps, and she's gone. All I see is the table. I'm watching this from about forty yards out, and I see the table, the candy tower, do one of these jostle things, and I'm like, "Huh?" Well, one of the bridesmaids is like, "Bride down!" We got a bride down. Groomsmen, groomsman. So we are in the middle, and we turn to where the groomsmen are, and no, none. There's no one coming. Nothing, and I'm like. It could be bad. You might go against the freaking retaining wall or something. They're like, Brad, medic! You know what I mean? Like, they're getting crazy. She runs up the steps. Finally, two guys mosey their way over there. They have to walk to an Uber. Walk all the way. It's dragging her to an Uber. Poor gal. Dragging her all the way to an Uber. They get in the Uber for a second. They got a trash bag just in case she's blowing chunks everywhere. God love her. And so then the Uber's like, no. No, I don't know why he said no. I don't oh, know. I think you're I'll give absurd. you, I'll give you give the, the scoop. Inside baseball. I'll then give she you had the scoop. all the way down the street. To this another is Uber. even
3: better. The groom is in that car. The groom's in that Uber. The groom is in that Uber
4: and sends her away. Yes. No, he does. He not. He says, "Honey,
3: there's no more room in this nope. one. You got to nope. get the no, next no, no, one." Sir. No, the sir. Uber blows out. No, I'm like, this guy is coming out the gate,
2: <laughs> hot. <laughs> I'm letting hot. him know right
3: off the bat, <laughs> coming out the gate. Oh my god!
4: So. Her friends were not helping. Yeah. Her friends were not they're like, She's down. And there were four girls around her, just like, this is what Kay. she does. This Kay. is what she does. It's like, so, oh yeah, she's got a little blood from the ears. That's usual.
5: He
3: stayed in the car and made her get another Uber. First anyway, Uber tonight. I, do. I don't want to get too lost on it because I didn't really recognize it was funny. what was going on. It was funny it was a different at vibe. that point because that that had all kind of taken place after what did happen, which that was crazy. Was I, I had gone back. I had gone back inside for a minute. Oh, there he is. Let's go ahead and take that call. Let's
4: take that call. There he is, Brian Kessler.
3: Brian Kessler's on the air.
5: Boys, boys, boys.
4: Oh, that sounded like a good voice. What's up, buddy?
5: How are you guys doing today?
4: Oh, man. Uh, My cupeth runneth over.
5: Indeed. Oh, you have no idea, my friend. <laughs> well, will you give us some okay, idea? Oh, what a
3: night! Oh, what a night is! Uh, <laughs> Frankie Valley. the
5: best song that you can have that
3: night. It was the best song that I could have walked into. You pulled me into a, a absolute. Uh, it was just a. It it wasn't better. It was just a different wave, right? Everybody out here is singing kind of slow acoustic jams and loving on one another, oh, and yeah. everybody in there is it's a freaking dance party. Um, it was awesome. It was awesome.
5: So much love going on everywhere.
4: Yeah, I know. The illegal kind.
3: To, uh, <laughs>
5: illegal kind? <Yeah>. Illegal kind? <laughs> is it, this Inside is going to be, I just watched me. the end part of your story there about the groom freaking telling her to take another Uber. So this, this is going to be some good story time at the fire. I <laughs> <hold> on, <man. laughs>
4: Perfect.
3: I got that one secondhand. Brian, people are wanting kind of an update. You and I, we toiled over this all day. We were, we, we, we were, you know, having some conversations behind the scenes. The turnout wasn't quite what we, uh, wanted, but to be expected with COVID and everything, can we give people a rough idea of what kind of work we did for the Matthews family this weekend?
5: I will give you that. Um, I will say that the the crowd wasn't as heavy as it normally is, but the, uh, the hearts were amazing, I can tell you that. With the, uh, I mean, we pretty much cut the field in half with the uh, teams, but this year, I mean, everybody gave like crazy. I think opening up the online for the Ryan O'Reilly stick and for the tickets and everything, it just made a huge difference for us. And with everything combined with the AFAF, it looks like we're probably going to be able to give them around $10,000.
3: <laughs> Dude, I, I, it, it, um,
5: I just got chills saying it.
3: Yeah, man. That's a, I mean, it's a life changing amount of money for, for anybody. Um, being the recipient of this whole weekend, Brian, it was it's seven years to the date of when this, you know, when we did one in Crondalet, And I can't tell people how much that helped my folks and our family, yeah. you know, um, because they're, you know, the cost of, of being sick is astronomical, but the cost of life doesn't stop. Like, every, you know, you're not being able to work anymore, not being able to, you know, generate revenue from all kinds co- people from the South Side came together for a family in Farmington they don't know.
5: No, absolutely. In, well, in and one of, of the big time. things, too, is, you know, I'm not going to tell you the Matthews uh, financial situations because it's really none of your business, but um...
4: we weren't asking. <laughs> like we weren't. You're,
3: i know
5: you didn't do anything steve but run around all day like an I'm, idiot I don't he's a clubhouse need,
3: guy we needed steve we needed Steve. Right.
5: no absolutely no everybody that was there it was it made the whole entire day i just personally want to thank everybody that donated like i've said a thousand times man we cannot do this without the help and the hearts of everybody else so um i mean like i said at the place give yourself a pat on the back and uh, you just made somebody's, uh, the whole family's life so much better. Um, calling today and, you know, just just asking how it went and everything. And I was able to, just because we had the Venmo account and they have one, I just, I was able to send $2,000 over to them when they really needed it today. So, I mean, it couldn't have happened at a better time, a better place and everything.
3: We love you, babe.
5: No, oh, I love you guys too. It's, you know, I mean, that just shows how much, I mean, it's it's a huge family you know and it's oh my god it's it 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 filled my heart like you wouldn't believe i mean later in the i don't know later in the night i think i filled my pants in the uber ride but you know that was at seven o'clock in the morning <laughs>
4: Fill your cup, fill your pants. That's what the old saying says. As long as you fill (laughs) someone else's
3: cup, you're allowed to fill Fill your
5: your pants. pants. That's the rule. I'm going to engrave that in wood.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, buddy. And it's amazing because um, the byproduct of being able to help people that we can't comprehend the struggle. Like we can all comprehend financial struggles, but there's only a select few people who can understand that that sick kid life that that you live and once you talk to some of those people and they're usually some of the sweetest people on earth because they've they've seen some of the the worst shit people can see um and that can change your perspective but the fact that the the byproduct of being able to do that is to i had an argument about Petrangelo, 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 Petrangelo's contract Patrindula. for a half for a half an hour. We got to talk behind a bu- the bar with your cheese hanging off your mouth. <laughs> we got <laughs> we got to sing songs as loud as we uh, we possibly could. I got to re- let me interject real quick before we songs, lose this. Uh, uh, playing hockey back in the day. Just those were the byproducts of something awesome we got to do.
3: John uh, Matthew says this was literally amazing. We gained a family. We can't thank enough. Earlier, he said, we love you guys so much. Seriously, uh, we love you, buddy. I mean, I feel like we were blessed to be able to meet John at the uh, Cannabis Expo, which yeah. is also thanks okay. to our sponsor. Yeah. You know, Thanks to our, our sponsor, Sweetly, for bringing him along. That allowed us to introduce yeah. him to some people that could teach him a little bit more about RSO and FICO oil. All of these things kind of came into place. We were supposed to meet each other and take care of each other. And uh, we were going to have this washer tournament regardless this year. Every year we're looking for uh, a person or multiple people to donate to if we can. This year was an easy choice, you know. Um, and I'm just I'm, – I'm really proud because, like Brian said, the turnout was maybe half of what we expected. But the giving for the number of people was maybe – we. We've made ten, eleven thousand dollars in the past with sixty teams in the tournament. So, yeah. to and to talk about thirty-two
0: people, people in the crowd. yeah,
3: to talk about thirty-two yeah. teams coming in and uh, still having enough people to be able to raise that kind of scratch. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, dude, Brian, me and you both. We were talking about. Like, I was wearing it a little bit. I'm like, "Ooh, this turnout, man! I am. Oh, it what was are bad. we gonna? What are it's we gonna a. do? You know?" And we did. All we could do, which was just hustle around, try and put a good event together, make people feel good about being there, make you, them want to come back the following year. You had your
2: wiener out during Chuckle
3: Luck. Got that? that well, really the, uh, I roped them in yeah, with yeah. the free hugs because <laughs> the know. free hugs people came for the free hugs, and then the chucka Luck wheel, which was the Cadillac of Chuckle Luck wheels, took about four minutes per spin. Spin. Just just barely touch it. and It just can't make any money with the thing. So what I would do is I would lure people to the the group with free hugs. And then after I'd spend the wheel, I would sell deluxe hugs for five bucks. Did
4: anyone (laughs) deluxe, mouth hugs? I gave deluxe (laughs) hugs for
3: five dollars. I think I raised an extra 400 bucks. How many
4: people asked you about Brian's bulge? Uh, A
3: handful. Handful. A handful, yeah, handful that's uh, what that's what you get
5: is a handful oh <laughs> or two. Oh, you naughty boy brian
3: i love you, you babe it, we did good spanky, buddy
5: spanky.
4: brian yeah let's keep doing stuff like this buddy
5: hey absolutely and that's one of the things that i was going to say too it, it i mean the job that we we all do when it comes to these events i had probably two or three additional people come up to me and just compliment us on the work that we do and saying, Hey, I've got this family that needs some help. And is there any way that you can help them? I mean, so that says a lot, you know, people that maybe some people that I don't even know came up to me and were just like, Hey, you guys do an amazing job. If there's any way that you can help this person. I mean, that's, that means the world to me that, you know, somebody would think of us in that way. So we're doing
4: doing God's work, my friends. Oh man, it just uh, you know it's such a wide range of emotions. It's almost something you got to sit in for a while and really, totally, really experience it. You know, it's like, hey, I feel great, and you can kind of move on too. Like, just keep doing these things, feel it, and and let's do it. let's do it again. Let's, I, we, Craig and I were talking. We need one of the one of these a quarter, one big one a quarter, yeah. where we all get together and raise some money for something.
5: Yeah, let's not just do it again. Let's do it always. Let's do it always. Let's Let's
4: do do it always, bud. One-up (laughs) them.
5: I always one-up you.
4: I know. I know. I I love you, man.
5: I love you guys too, man. Thanks a lot for everything you guys did, and I can't wait to do it again.
3: Love you, bro. Everybody everybody loves you. We did good, kid.
5: Bye. All right, boys. I'll talk to you.
3: So that leads into 10 grand, buddy. (laughs) 10 grand. I I set a high bar for us this year. I really wanted to get to 15. I think we might have if we had 60 teams. Uh, If we got to 10 with 30, I think we might have. But I think in considering the times, considering how many of the, the regulars couldn't make it, uh, Man, think about all we this did. What stuff. we could, we did what we could, and it was. And I, I, I'm so proud of it. The kids had a blast. Like I, every kid that I talked to, "Are you having fun?" They, they had a well, why blast. Why
4: were you talking to all the kids? Actually? Because
3: I uh, want to make. I'm a. I'm a great host. <laughs> I want to make sure that everybody scared, there. Right? Like, Come here. Come I want to make sure that everybody there is having a great time. Having a good time. Um, buddy? Having a good time. Shooter, <laughs> um, dog pile on Craig. So we um, had. We had. Before, before he called, you were tell, telling the story about the wedding party, and oh, I was kind of aloof I, I, to I'm, all I'm
4: that. I'm excited of what we can do with all these people. I know. I know. I mean, every little I bit. Know. Look at all the little bits that I come know. together to make big bits. I
3: know. Even when we're not fundraising, dude, like we find a way to create something beautiful, and that is, I mean, that's what it's about, right? Like it's about maximizing the value of this experience that we have in a short amount of time. And so to go back to kind of where we were, I go downstairs, so singing the, the some songs. The party's getting in. They're, they're, getting they're still time. no. They're, they're they're at this point. That what had happened with getting in the Ubers happened actually after right this after because this. yeah. Okay. Okay. So I had gone downstairs. Uh, there's still some groomsmen kind of hanging out by where the chuckle well, yeah, up wheel they was. The bride. Not at all. I could <laughs> give a shit <laughs> less. Try and drink tequila and do whatever That's else. The... I go downstairs and um, it's like it's a, it's it's all people that I went to grade school with that were all my friends, older siblings and their friends. And then, you know, it was parents of those kids and uh, you know, I knew everybody. It was people, it was home. It felt like home. That was the other thing. On top of the music that was going on, it was like my childhood home. It was like walking into Ray Hayflinger's house on fucking Merrimack. I'm in Grand Central Station of Resurrection. It was that crew hanging out in there, (laughs) going around. I'm smiling. I'm rocking a buzz. I'm laughing. I go over. I go to give Jan Kessler some love, you know.
4: I love loving on the, ma-
3: Kessler. the matriarch of uh, you know of, of this thing that we're doing here. Just go and give her some love. Tell Got her like how a much Steffler's I mom her. situation.
4: <laughs> Kessler, go and appreciate mom.
3: it. Next to her is one of my favorite people slash resurrection raiders of all time, Johnny Needers. He's just one of my favorite people of all time. Guy can crush. He is a one of my favorite people of all time. He can crush a softball. He's also just like. He's the guy that you see out when you're having, like, the best time ever with your friends. He just happens to pop in and make that situation a little better. That's who this dude is. I love him. And he's quite a bit older than me. Like, he was, you know, uh, Scotty, his younger brother, was a little bit closer to me in age. John was, yeah. like, that whole next kind of gener- – yeah. almost, almost a full – definitely a half generation ahead of me. And he's sitting there, and we always love on each other. And we see each other we're like ah, it's good to see because we never maybe once a year maybe we see each other. It's been a couple of years since I've seen him. And you remember I told the story about like when my dad's buddies came to visit him just before he died. And it's one of my favorite they, stories. They had the said they were at that point. I'm witnessing grown men saying goodbye to each other for what they knew would be the last time, which is really fucking powerful and hard to watch, but also like, you know, there's beauty in it because they co-created a story for decades and, you know, they co-created a story that's existed longer
4: than me. Right. It's this simulation, psychedelic experience. And so,
3: you know, that situation where I basically heard them having a conversation without talking and it was like, it was a conversation of quivered lips and you know tear filled eyes, but and quivering but hips. but neither one of them, <laughs> but not not one of the three guys Sorry, would man. let a tear roll down their cheek, you know what I mean, yeah. like that kind of thing, like
4: yeah, it's old school guys. old school guys, yeah. hardened, yeah. you know,
3: um, but still full of
4: love, yeah. you
3: know, and
4: who get it? they get it
3: John kind of puts his hand he's next to Jan, he puts his hand out to me, he shakes my hand, you know and and he just uh you know he, he said, you did good, he was and you're a good man. He goes, what you do is good. What you guys are doing is good. And then he couldn't say anymore because he was kind of choking up. And <clears throat> he was just somebody that came out to experience this thing, right? And I just kind of gave him that Robert Redford nod, you know, just like, because if I try to talk, I'm going to fucking blubber. and But I feel good. I feel good about what he's told me, and I feel as though in that moment – what he was exper- what he and I were experiencing and Jam was experiencing and Gino was experiencing and Jamie Hayfling was experiencing, Kate Seavy and her sister were experiencing, and what Brian Kessler was experiencing, what all these people are experiencing is the same thing, which is it's always been this neighborhood, it's always been this family that we've chosen and that we've been blessed enough to to move next to and become friends with. And it's always been this story of doing good, being good and and allowing this family to to be at least just a, a a positive spotlight on whatever the neighborhood looks like now or looked like then it doesn't matter the goal has always been the same the goal has always been for us to leave this place a little better than we found it and if that look and if and damn it if we can do it while having a a fucking amazingly fun time like why don't we just do it all the time you know so I moved from John and like this is kind of I'm feeling all of this at the same time. I'm feeling pretty emotional. I'm absolutely exhausted. And I get to Jamie and I toiled with whether or not I was going to tell this story because it's like it's so important to me, like as far as things that have happened to me in my life that I'm not sure how to talk about it and do it justice. But what happened was um, I have not outwardly expressed grief in my life. Really, I don't think since my dad's died, I would get mad at myself, which was almost, you know, seven years ago, you know, about six and a half years ago. And I feel like I've tried. I would get onto myself for not feeling what I thought I was supposed to feel through death because I learned a lot about death and my mortality through different work that I had done leading up to that. So I was in a place of comfort also having watched my dad suffer and everything with him eventually getting sweet release from pain and agony. you got to spend a lot of time I, with I spent all my time with yeah. him. It's the 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 least regrettable so thing cool. that I've ever done. So
2: cool.
3: With that being said, like, there's been other kind of traumatic things that have happened over the course of the last few years. And this year, I mean, hell, when I, I addressed the crowd and, like, I expressed grief to the Sophisticated Hoosiers page just asking for help the day that I went and visited Chad Hayflinger, who was one of my best friends, my brother-in-arms, you know, uh, when I went to visit him in the hospital and and knew that it was the end, uh, I just knew that whatever I needed to do was just to help Connie and the Hayflinger family as much as I could. And through that, uh, his sister Jamie was all shes just always been just hard, man. Like, she's just like—she's always been— the toughest gal that I know. Never really showed a whole lot of oh, emotion. there are some
4: South City gals that... And oh, everybody... Woo.
3: Listen, that gal posts anything on the internet, it gets 300 likes because everybody loves the Hayflingers. They're the most lovable bunch ever, you know? And... And
4: that's how you uh, get a person's value. Well... It's through likes.
3: Well, what I'm saying is, is that...
4: No, it does, it you does can, actually... You can tell... Kind of that, little, but, so. but, yeah, like, w- yeah, what I'm but,
3: getting at is, like, everybody really does um, think highly yeah. of that family and everybody in it. And so I moved from John and I moved to her and we were just, we were hugging over the bar and I don't know what happened, dude, but I had the most <sighs> psychedelic release. I tried to tell this story later on in the night. And every time I tried to tell it, I would just begin to weep. But I had this moment where, you know, she and I are Holding each other, hugging each other over the top of the bar, celebrating this day that we had, but it eventually morphed into me I think just all of the grief that I had I, like from Chad it started with Chad right because when when you're at a funeral or something like that like it's there's there's so hundreds of people going on hundreds of people so to much. to to get through it's fresh. You're, you're part of the family. You're also holding it down. Like, there's just so much. And so, like, and she and I don't see each other enough that it would be, you know, uh, that that we would have had this moment. In
4: our culture, we're kind of taught to not really do that either. Well,
3: but. it's like, well, look, I haven't had that feeling, and so there's no need to wake that And it's like, button that giant.
4: up. You don't want to be weeping all crazy and everyone <laughs> looking at you at the funeral. It's like, well, I, we don't? Like, I think that's probably okay.
3: So... I press, you know, my face is pressed against her and I'm holding her and I start weeping into her shoulder. And I'm talking, dude, I don't know in my 36 years on this planet if I have ever cried this hard in my life. And we're continuing to hold one another. And then eventually like we kind of break our embrace, you know, and we're we're looking at each other in the eyes. And we both know that we have to, you know, we have we have, I have to get out from behind the bar so we can actually hug, and we meet each other, you know, and we we hold each other, and now we're both weeping, and I, you know, I think so much of that was was her brother, who was my brother, you know, I grew up with these people, you know. Uh, Every day, like I said, their house was Grand Central Station. That's what everything, everything that was that moment felt like being in their living room or in their in their kitchen anywhere where Ray sat at the head of the table watching a TV. That was this guy had enough money to air condition a cotton field. He had a TV this fucking big in his in his kitchen and he just be you just knew where you could find Ray you know, and we, and, and, and like, and everybody was babe and we all loved each other. And like, and so in that moment, walking down there, Johnny Needers, the Kesslers, all these people, it was just like being at the Hayflingers on a picnic at the end of the school picnic. And that's always been my goal is like, let's bring back the resurrection school picnic. We'll do it at the fucking Spanish society. Every whatever she and I are now holding each other in this embrace for, just a ridiculous amount of time, like an entire song and a half or something. Weeping. Everybody around us still doing whatever they're doing, but at in that moment, it was grief like I hadn't that like I haven't felt. And I'm not what just talking about.
2: about? What I don't was going know. Through your
4: head?
3: I don't know. That's just it. Is like so. Here's what it felt like. It took me a while to integrate this experience. I'm still integrating this experience. This was once again. We talk about psychedelics. This was this was one of the most psychedelic integrations I, I, I am I've ever experienced. I can right see now, you working it out. It was, and I was trying it. to. I was trying to explain it to people afterwards, to my wife afterwards, and to people sitting around at the Airbnb later because I'm blown away by it. Because now I'm a. fit. Not only am I changed emotionally, and I am, but it physically changed my makeup. And so I'm going to explain this the best that I can and hope to make sense of it. It was almost as if grief and sorrow. And I I wonder if this is my pool to sad music or whatever was like this glue that held all of these other great things about me together, right? Just kind of held all of the fibers of my being together and it never really expressed as an emotion i talk about that all the time like anger's not an emotion that i that i lean into all that often you don't you really know?
4: see the glue of two things are kind of glued together well that's like,
3: like and it's that's the deal is yeah, like it had no to way see to the glue it had no way to manifest it was yeah. just kind of holding everything together and in this moment this was a purge like i recognized what this feeling was because i've sat through medicine ceremonies i've sat through brutal uh purges through mushrooms and you know ayahuasca i've never you know like i've had different purges i've watched people by my side have purges like this never been much of a crying purger i'll laugh you know quite a bit might throw up here or there might have to go run to the bathroom never been a crying purger and as i cried the more and more i cried the lighter i felt not just like uh, dude like it just and so much of it sounds cliche but ultimately by the end of it the two of us our shirts are soaked you know we've i mean we've got tears rolling off of our face we're holding each other's face like just like i don't know man like uh, like two siblings who lost a sibling finally had an opportunity so like two people who lost someone equally important to them finally had a chance to fucking feel bad
4: about it well and all you obviously got some bullshit and i say that in the best way but all the stuff we consider bullshit locked away in there but it's do you feel you have to be like uh tough or there's something there no i don't
3: feel obligated to do that and that's what's strange is i would get angry at myself when i didn't feel too much grief after my dad sure the morning i found my dad dead uh I laid my head in his lap. I cried my eyes out. And then they came and got him. And ever since then, I felt pretty good. Held space for everybody else while they were sad. I had my Ooh, that's, heavy, it's, it's that's heavy. It's heavy. 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 Heavy, heavy,
4: heavy, Listen
3: to uh, Love, Rain Over Me, Our Little Jam. Listen to that. Stop. Laid my head in his lap. Cried my eyes out. They came to pick him up, take him out of the house. And that was pretty much my grieving, you know. Damn. And then I... and then all of a sudden, I have now uh, morphed into the matriarch or the patriarch of this family, you know? Oh,
4: well, dude. It,
3: and so funny. now I gotta fucking stand up there and be a little stoic, yeah. you know, and, and hold it down because I realize that everyone else in my family hasn't Makes had the time sense. with my dad to come to terms with his passing.
4: So you're good. You know?
3: So you're I'm all right. I'm good. I'm okay. Also, I learned a lot about my mortality, and I knew that he wasn't going somewhere that I wasn't going later on. Yeah. He was just getting there a little bit earlier. And all of those things were comforting, and they were fine. And moving forward, that, that made me grieve differently. It made me no, uh, react emotionally to things differently. And then my grandma dies two years ago. I don't feel it. I felt—, I felt uh, You get to spend time with her, though? A little bit. A little bit, not as much as I should have. Were you close I, to her? Very. Like when I was a kid, she, I was very close to her. She yeah. was definitely like the kind of the almost full-time babysitter. And so I didn't, I didn't feel that one because she was slipping away to dementia. You know, her quality of life was was no good. She was lonely. My grandpa's been gone for a long time, know. you know. All of those things kind of made it feel bad. And I cried a little bit when I did her eulogy because I'm an idiot and I tried to sing a song during her eulogy a cappella.
4: You tried to. Oh, sing I sang it. What song? No hard feelings. Get on. Someone, choked up. Dude. Just choked you the whole think, time. You yeah. Pretty think, rough,
3: <laughs> Pretty rough. Anyway.
4: Holy crap. So dude. I feel
3: that. So I feel that grief. Okay. In a moment. But this was like this was not prompted by anything other than I haven't seen you since your brother's funeral. When I saw you at your brother's funeral, I gave you a 6-second hug so the next person in line could do it. We got to hang out a little bit afterwards, but at that point, we're kind of over the funeral part. We're all just kind of trying to tell the fun stories. I haven't had a minute to just fucking grieve the loss of our brother with you, someone who I know loved him maybe more than me, at least as much as me, you know? I haven't had that moment, you know? And honest to god, like it what's so strange about it? Is that I haven't I didn't I haven't had that moment with my brother or my sister about my dad. All of us got to know my dad in a different way. I got the most time with him, I got the most experiences with him. I certainly don't feel fulfilled uh entirely. Like there are many things that I wanted to do with my dad. But then when I look at, you know, maybe what my brother or sister were able to experience with him in, you know, uh, in comparison you know, I realized that that loss is probably even more for them, right? Because they didn't get as much as I got, you know, there's even more left on the table.
4: I mean, I don't know if you can say anything. I'm not, I I, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know.
3: But like, so what I'm saying is all of us experienced a different death, a different thing. We talk about this all the time. We all have a different perspective of these different situations, but no matter what I do, I mean, I've sat and held space. With my sister and with my brother. And we've maybe shed a couple of tears, I think, at the first cotillion we sat on a rocky beach as we're chills trying to figure this out three or four years ago. But I was still kind of just tasked with holding it together because I'm the oldest. I'm the one that's, you know.
4: Well, just because it's your brother and sister doesn't mean that that pain has to be any greater or lesser than a moment that you experience because that type of cathartic, crying from the st- the toes of your souls. Mm-hmm. Like that is where I think once you break through it once or twice, once you have a few of those, mm-hmm. it becomes easier to tap into that space. That, no doubt. And that space comes from a weird mix of things. It could be nostalgia, a smell, a group of people together, a song, all these different triggers that trigger in mm. our brain. That's like, Ooh, this rush of almost like a panic attack and euphoria at the same time that amounts into this rush of like weeping, and I think it's something that you can learn to navigate over time because at at, at first, I think our society deals with you know death in general and sadness in general, like hey, you know, kind of chin up, you don't want to sit in that sadness too long, and there's a dance you have to play, you can't just sit in the sadness forever you have to you know feel. And yeah, move on Because the moments that we're having All of these psychedelic moments This moment you had with this person That is one of the most significant things of all time Connecting all these little mm. things the, the, the right mix was in the air for that to happen No, the that's right what I'm saying The right so It, was, it happened, was a
3: mixture of being exhausted From a day's hard work Where I knew that, that we did everything I that, knew that, that we left everything Dude, the that's chamber. the milk
4: or eggs yeah. a lot of times to, totally. to that breakdown. Totally. Like that once was, you get tired, oh, after man. After toiling
3: over whether or not we raised enough money, I had finally come to terms with the fact that there was nothing else I could have done to raise yeah. more money. So I did what I could. I left yeah. it all on the field. You know, My friends were still having the time of their lives. We got together for a day of happiness. People donated So much. Dude, that we called out 95 raffle prizes. Like, there were so many raffle items. It was insane. And uh so all of the people that gave that all of the people that gave their money they then bid on those raffle items then the ryan o'reilly stick which raised another thousand dollars this and, and the kona ice truck that guy comes over there's no way he made as much Dude, money as I, he handed us oh, he just yeah, handed yeah. us a, he goes this is what we yeah. wanted to donate and i'm like well he lost today
2: but yeah. he didn't lose
3: today because he was a part of this thing he knows that he was doing good yeah. you know and that was that was kind of this thing and then coming down and then Having somebody who I always thought was super cool and older than me, one of the big brothers, like for him to be like, "You're you're doing it right, you're doing good," and that was coming off the heels of of Gino saying, you know, totally. a, affirming all it was that they were trying to do when they were our age and coming up and you know trying to hold this community together and everything. It's and
4: inspirational. It's people. inspirational what the fuck, and, man? Like, and
3: being validated by your peers and well, by over and shit. by people. A little, well, I mean, I don't ever feel the need to be validated. Yeah. But I love nice. being validated,
4: yeah right? No doubt. I
3: love work no being recognized. Doubt. That only makes sense, right? Yeah. So then there's this whole moment. So then to get to the, the thing that's hard to explain, was after we had broke this embrace and both of us we' we're, we're kind of spent, we're smiling. We're smiling through tears. You know, we are smiling through, at this point, the, the sorrow and I mean, it was profound sorrow was one of the most beautiful experiences i've ever felt, like and I like I said, I listen to the national buddy. I, there's been plenty of nights where the most beautiful words i've ever heard you, I've heard through
4: through you're good at in that. between
3: my sobs, right uh, My best writing comes yes. from a place of hurt
4: you're good at being sad
3: I'm, a, I'm good at being sad, man. Sad is an emotion that serves me because sad pulls out pulls art out of me. Anger doesn't do that. Anger just clouds everything. Yeah. You know? Think sorrow, of all the great art that's come I know. from that. Well, and there's people that also like are
4: inspired by anger stories and can make of, some oh, great sure, things.
3: Sure. But in this moment, it was Like this, Kenny G it,
4: wrote every song after yeah. this guy. Oh, 100%. He's like, oh,
3: right. I'll hold a fucking G note for
4: an hour, motherfucker.
3: Um, so... Here's where the part got weird. Was this is where it
2: gets
4: weird.
3: That glue that I was talking about, that thing that binding agent that that grief was was like I felt it all and when I dumped this grief out, this sorrow out, I felt it physically leave my body. And it felt as though it was a vortex, man. Like as I dropped it out, it felt like it was pulling shit off of me let that shit go you're letting it sh- I guess but that's what I'm talking about by like the binding yeah so after this happened I needed to get some air I gotta step out of the basement I walk outside there's still some bros hanging out at the tent with their fucking cummerbunds on I'm or fine. whatever they're, they're, fine. Fine. they're fine I don't even recognize <laughs> they're, they're <fine>. there <laughs> I got to go stand in the corner. You're crying. Like, I did. I'll, hey, I got, hey, wussy. I, got, I, got, I mean, I did. I still, <laughs> got, I still got a tear-stained face for sure. I'm sitting there. I'm looking at the stars. I'm like, what in the f- actual fuck just happened? Uh, I don't know what just happened. Uh, and I feel my skin feels effervescent. Like, it feels like fizzy. Fizzy. Everything feels fizzy. Like, whatever was fucking holding it together <laughs> is gone now. Like, I felt ungrounded. What? This is what I'm saying. It was unlike anything I'd ever felt before. So much so that, like, I kind of stumble over, back over to the picnic tables where you guys are at and we're hanging out. And that's when that whole fucking debacle's going on with the Ubers. And I don't have an idea of what's going on over there. I'm just kind of sitting with the people that I love because it's home base. Feels good. It's a safe space. Yeah. I am not exactly sure why my body doesn't feel like my body anymore. I'm not exactly sure what just happened other than a seemingly innocuous hug with someone who I've considered a sister my whole life just pulled a amount of grief out of me that I think the world's most skilled ayahuascaros and coranderos would be, would have a hard time doing through medicine work or anything. And I realized that like, oh man, like the teacher, like we talk about plant teachers, we talk about medicine teachers and things like that. And what is amazing is, is that the integration that may have to take place after like breakthroughs can happen at the most unbelievably uh, just strange times. It's, I've been drinking for 13 hours. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've been up all day drinking cheap beer, throwing washers, spinning chuck-a-luck wheels, just laughing, screaming, smoking cigarettes, treating my body like a trash can. And I had the most profound psychedelic awakening physically. Like, I've already felt like, uh, you know, here recently, my my intuition's kind of been dialed up a little bit. My... My psychic, like I'm kind of seeing things happen a little bit before they happen or like whatever, like I, 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 I'm seeing all of these things. Surely it
4: wasn't the Bush light. You gave no fucks
3: (laughs) about the Uber debacle. You sat down and just said, I just purged and I could tell you were still emotional. Yeah, man. I love you too, babe. You sound bitches are deep tonight. Fuck me. Yeah, always well, get in deep. Um, yeah, wait. You, oh, son you of y-
4: bitches are oh, deep tonight. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> like, okay, okay. It's like my
3: wife. It's like my. It's like my wife says. The uh, quickest way to a woman's heart is through her cervix. Um. So we get real deep. No, I don't drink Bush Light, so it certainly wasn't the Bush Light. Point is, is that I have, I have prepared for psychedelic ceremonies, eaten restrictive plant-based diets, dietas, juiced, juiced, not eating meat or not eating food do at that all. Maybe I did with fasted. Maybe. I mean, it's, we're a couple weeks removed from that. Uh, maybe, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've, I've been putting my body through different things, you know? Um, uh. anyway, it was weird because it wasn't just this emotional thing that I experienced. It was this holy, emotional thing into not even into spiritual thing that took place that took place via about i think the most visceral thing the most human thing that you can do uh just like laughing which like laughing from your soul but crying even more so because there is an actual I think they both work. They both work. That's why you're not supposed to
4: cry. Really? Yeah. And I don't have that from a baby though. We get told don't cry. Cry, baby. Don't cry. That's true. And then even when it's like you're 15, 16, your dad's going, don't cry, Stevie, don't cry. And you're like, sometimes I just want to cry. The crow is an emotional movie. It yeah. is an emotional Sit and movie. Sitting watch. and it. we we lost well, Brandon exactly Lee during it. this movie. You I, tell come me on, I George! Can't cry that? Jesus, you no, heart—he was crying yeah. yeah. too. That's good. And I like to act like I had a tough dad sometimes. I don't know,
3: man. Point is, is that these crazy uh, uh, moments of learning can happen when you're least expecting them.
4: What's the lesson learned? <sighs> is there a lesson learned?
3: yeah I think that there's a lesson learned there. I'm not sure it's a lesson that I didn't maybe maybe already know. maybe it just reaffirmed it, but it's i didn't it wasn't crying because I wasn't enough or because you know we had we haven't done enough or I haven't done enough or anything like that it was It was crying because of the opposite like sounds cheesy. You hear it all the time, but like it was this profound understanding of I am enough. And as long as this is my compass, then I then my dad didn't live in vain. One of my best friends didn't live in vain. My grandmother didn't live in vain. If I am a reflection of the best person I can be, then who it was that they raised me to be or who it was that they chose to be friends with as a kid uh, is carries the carries their name on in a way. And and continues to keep this family together, uh, and it's obviously it's bigger than the the resurrection raider fan. It's it's this south Side family that we that we do. The thing that kept all these these great families together and keeps them coming back no matter where they live for a single day in the hood doing what we do is because we know that we can affect real change in real time simply by coming together. And, you know, having a couple extra bucks in your pocket, but more than anything coming together and just let's see, let's see what kind of good we can do laughing and singing for the next 14, 15 hours. Let's make this fun enough. Let's do what we do best, which is throw a raging ass party. Give people, uh, give people a a, a reason to, to, uh, donate, you know, to, to a cause, uh, and let's do that. And so this lesson for me was it wasn't necessarily like, you got to make this change or you got to make that change because I don't know that there's anything I can do. I don't know. I haven't been hit with another grief-stricken moment. Maybe the next time I'm hit with a grief-stricken moment, I, I instantly feel it again. You know, I don't know. But until then, all I know is is that leading up to that moment and following that moment, all everybody that I respect and love that was there, Was affirming all of our choices to be this fucking beacon of good. I heard more positive things about our show and about our fans that came from our show throughout the course of the day that let me know. It felt good to know them. It felt real good to know them. They did me proud all day long. I was so happy to see them win raffle prizes and just everything, man. Like just seeing everybody come together. And also, what's important for me there is that people. That maybe don't get what we talk about. Maybe they still buy into what they were told about, you know, pot or drugs or whatever, you know, hippies or whatever. Mm -hmm. They got to the more and more I can bring those groups together, the more and more I can open maybe someone who was closed off to that idea. And that's been the idea of the show all along is do things do good, do it in a compelling and fun way. And more people, regardless of their, of what beliefs they think they hold, will get in line, will fall in line with, with what you're, with the message you're trying to, to get, they will help you carry that fucking torch, that, that flag. So I don't know what the lesson was other than I I needed, I needed to dump that grief. I didn't know that I needed to dump that grief, but when I did, it was it it affirmed uh just so much it it affirmed everything that we do. uh I mean, I don't know, man. I, I it was the physical feelings of it was weird. I was trying to explain it to people afterwards, and I was getting caught in loops trying to tell the story, yeah. and they understood it. but
4: it's so interesting because I always think about this too, all the love that the people consistently show around me, and you know, I don't care. Um, as long as people are like, look at Steve, I don't really, you know, whatever, but no on, they really show love over and over. And a lot of people think you're crazy, th- thought I've crazy when I'm like, Hey, the school of unconditional love, let's try it. Let's run this social experiment where we love the shit out of each other because we just had the most impactful thing ever happened raise money for a little girl, a family. You had one of these moments in a sea of moments that was, that will forever. I can see it in your eyes. You're, 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 you're changing. You're all in a big one. You know, we're changing every day. Sometimes you can see it. You're like, well, yep. Okay. I got you, buddy. Like when you came out, I was like, okay. And like, we had to laugh, all of that stuff, all of the night combined that, is not exclusive to us. That can happen anywhere. And if you think of that happening somewhere in, you know, Papua New Guinea, something similar where people are laughing from the roots of their foundation and crying as hard as they can and going through the human emotion. And they're coming to these conclusions as well saying, Oh, this is it. This is it, man. Well, you, to them, you don't mean shit. And your experiences doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're so far away, they don't know who you are. You're a celebrity, celebrity of sorts. Um, But, you know, across the world, these things could be happening, could not be happening. So, at the same time, it's one of the most meaningful things in the world. But from a different perspective, it means absolutely nothing so, why not run this experiment where we love the shit out of each other? No doubt, man. And see what happens. Because right now, experiment's mm-hmm. running hot. So, we're on a, we're on a thing of run good right now. I feel real good about these events. Yeah. Like, I went through a phase of my life where I was like, I don't really go out. Uh, it's going to a bar, and I'm like, I probably drank too much and probably fucking try to drive home. And, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, like, uh, kind of, eh. Uh. Now with these events, like... Mm -hmm. I can't wait. I mean, I've had social anxiety before. Now I'm like, I don't get it. (laughs) Why would you be nervous about coming out here? Come on, let's do it. You know, and they're like... Sometimes
3: it takes a couple, two, three times, you know, but usually... Oh, for
4: sure.
3: We had a couple people come out kind of for the first time, and they were like...
4: I love welcoming those bastards. me too,
3: man. And they were like, this was pretty chill, man. Everybody that I... And I'm like, yeah, dude. Except for
4: the guy crying his eyes out in the corner. What's wrong with him? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Everybody's real chill. Hey, listen. Uh,
3: we're like well at over an hour into this thing. So why don't we
4: um, hit him with a break 2
3: over there, guys? Okay, hold on.
4: I believe COVID began opening this for me. <coughs> then you and Missy recently joining your soulful big heart energies together in marriage. That's big. That's Look a that. great Cry. point.
3: Cry all the time. It's necessary. Laughing and crying are essentially the same thing. Feel them both in their measure. Hell, yeah. I'm glad you said that because... There was a moment as I was trying to explain this that our friend, Heather Hausman, who is a, a made of magic, uh, did this, um, little meditation with me because as I was trying to tell the story again, that I, I, I tried to tell a story twice again that night, once with Brian and my wife. And then once again with, with my wife and Heather and Nathan and, and, uh, each time, I like, I went right back into the throes, the peak of that sorrow filled moment where like I was just still choking up so hard trying to tell the story. And Heather did this little guided meditation with me, with my heart, with my hand over my heart. And she walked me through it and, uh. She was explaining to me about how that that grief that you feel that profound sorrow is the exact same feeling as joy, like they are the same they are the same thing inside of you, just a little different filter on it, you know. And so when you feel that grief, you can also feel that joy, you know. And how grief isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? Like it's just a necessary thing, just like yeah. joy, just like joy, you know. And whatever I, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it justice. I think joy and but grief this woman, make each other <laughs> what they are. In the right time came with the right words, and like really kind of helped button up what I was still trying to understand. Because I'm still, you know, like at at least at the time, you know. And so I was. Uh, that's also one of the benefits of having this unbelievable group of people come together to do these things uh, you know to 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 have these parties and and these gatherings is we have collected a group of friends whose powers know no bounds i mean i honestly feel as though this group is capable of huge it's getting stronger, huge things and it's and there is there are there is um just a bountiful amount of musical talent and artistic talent and Everybody is rooted in good, man. Like they just want to do good. And when you get enough people like that together, you can make some big fucking differences, man. It's pretty awesome. It is. It's pretty fucking awesome.
4: It, dude, we're doing shit. Our TV's doing some weird stuff. Let's it, go to doing it over there. Is it commercial? Is you guys seeing anything over there? Let's let's go. Is it blue. blinking out over there, guys? How you guys doing over there? What are you guys? You guys got a thought or two before we go to commercial? Uh, no, Uh oh, Dude, no. We, <laughs> we
1: got us a football game going on. That's what I'm. Oh talking. yeah, we'll give them an update. What's we the chief score? Oh wait,
4: hold on, hold on, hold on. Turn this off if you're like DVRing, DVRing. the game. Yeah. If you've stopped, if you've dvr the Chiefs game to watch this and and just full focus. What am I thinking? No
1: one's doing that. All right, tell them the score. It. Okay, but look. uh looks like we got a uh, Chiefs up 10 points over the adversary. That's my old timey. Over, over their the adversary. adversary. Over the 20 adversary. eight to 10 uh second quarter, 4 minutes left, about 5 minutes left. 4th and 7 at Baltimore 34. Uh this is going to be a barn burner. I like it. Okay.
4: Will you got, uh I got a story about Waffle House we when we do come do, back. Uh,
3: All right, when we come back from break, Steve's going to tell us about yeah, let's kill the desktop audio. Uh when we come back from break, uh, Steve's gonna tell us a little story about Waffle House, and then we're going to uh, streaming picks, I streaming picks We're kind of running a little deep. We got, I have some psychedelic little hit tidbits it's we can bit. give you. You got some cannabis stuff. I don't know. This is the last one night a week show, bud. It's the last
4: one 10, 5, 20, 20. I just said. Well, then
3: anybody can just write the numbers That's afterwards. Fine. You got to write it. Right I'm out the 20 20, but. The Let's bring us to commercial. Nope. 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 There you go. You're good one oh. more time.
6: our insurance and are, are you cannabis friendly yeah. and they all said no and then at that last phone call that eighth phone call i was like do you know anybody that is i'm desperate i've called seven other people you're my eighth phone call yeah. i at this point i'm i'm crying my eyes out and um, this lady just felt bad for me and said hold on let me let me call you back in a few minutes and they they called back take a certain amount of conditions and the main condition was that if they felt that cannabis was not working for him then they would take him from us and put him in D deep yeah um, and Child Protective Services and I and then they would take the other two kids too Oh, because they were both underage. Then and we would be charged with, with child endangerment. So they'd go to federal prison. Yeah, we would go to federal prison. Um, so we said bring it on.
1: Hey guys, it's me, Kippy the Crazy
4: Koala Bear, and I'm here to tell you about James Carlton Insurance. It's quiet down. It's the best.
5: It's quiet down and listen to Kippy.
4: Grown
1: ups need insurance, and Uncle James can help. Right on. Grown ups need insurance, he's got the best reviews on Yelp. <laughs> Grown ups need insurance if they want to protect their house. Yes, sir. Grown
4: ups need insurance if they want to properly bury a spouse. That's a bit more. Grown ups need insurance if they drive a truck. Okay. Grown-ups need insurance just so they don't get... Th- whoa, 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 Kippy, you can't... Well, I was just no, going to say can't. get in trouble. Okay, well, it sounded like, <laughs> like you were going <laughs> like to say something else. James Carlton State Farm Insurance. You can find them online at carltoninsurance.net or you can call them at 314-961-4800.
2: let it vamp
4: inside of me let it vamp inside of me let it vamp inside of me let it, vamp inside, of me. Let it vamp inside of me i got 1800 milligrams going real good down my throat mm. when i wake up
3: in the
7: morning
3: and I need a pick me, pick me up. Well, I grab my bottle of native hemp and I splash it on my tongue. Let it vamp inside of me. Let
4: it been inside of me. Let it been inside of me.
2: Let it been inside. Of me.
3: native hemp extract, available at HoosierSophisticate.com. Enter code HOSO, H-O-S-O, at checkout for an additional 30% off.
2: Now I might not know a lot about chemistry but what I
4: do know it's likely that the hydrogen atoms inside your body are about 13.5 billion years old. And I might not know a lot about nanotechnology but I do know it's important in quantum computing and the eventual takeover by our machine overlords. And I might not know a lot about otters but damn is it cute when they hold their hands as they go to sleep. But what I do know is the correct bait to use at what time of day to catch you a real nice hog of a largemouth bass. And what I do know are the beautiful intricacies and sensations that is the cannabis plant. And what I do know Or how psychedelics can help heal the nation filled with pain, trauma, and anxiety. I believe in America. I believe in the world. And most of all, I believe in you. Thank you, and I approve this message. This ad paid for by Mycelial Media, mainly out of Craig's Bank So Please don't tell Craig that we are paying for it out of Mycelial Media. Thank you, and goodbye. Hey, boys and girls, I'm talking about native hemp extract. Mm-hmm. That's CBD.
0: That's CBD. Get inside of me. Inside of me. That's CBD. That's CBD. Sweet,
2: delicious,
0: sweet, delicious CBD.
4: That's CBD. That's CBD. That's CBD. Got the see. Inside of me. 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 Inside of me.
2: Inside of me.
3: me. Native hemp extract. Eighteen hundred milligrams of total cannabinoid goodness. Pike County, Illinois. Get yours at HoosierSophisticate.com.
4: Yeah. Hey, what's up? Whoa, whoa, whoa that CBD. You can get it from me. Touchdown I can. Chiefs. Touchdown Chiefs. Hey, bud. Hey, what's up? Oh, yeah. Give me some of that.
3: Mm, that's some good CBD oil. It's real good CBD oil. It's the best I've ever had. Mm, that's delicious. Wow. Native Hemp Extract is my favorite. If you go to Native Hemp Extract, you can go to the HoosierSophisticate.com. HoosierSophisticate.com. Click on the Native Hemp Extract tab, and it will take you to Native Hemp's site. You can then put things in your cart, and with code HOSO, you're going to get an extra 30% off. And I'll tell you what. He's growing some CBG flour right now that is unbelievable.
4: And uh, the good doctor... Working with him. Um, what's your favorite thing to smoke out of, Craig? What's your favorite way to smoke? Because we're here at the Sweetleaf Studios, and we're here in, in Festus, and you're going to come check us out. we got a soft open going right now. we got a few things out front. We're in the back of the studio here. We've kind of made it our own domain. Hit him with the portal cam again. We've made it our own domain. We've made it our own domain. We put Mongo. In. You guys get it? You guys get what's going on here, right? I do. So that's what we do. We, we own the space around here. And Sweetleaf has all sorts of plans for what's going to happen around here. And I'm excited because Festus is going to be this little home right outside of St. Louis where we can cultivate the culture and keep doing awesome things like we're doing right now. Wow, it's kind of weird when you put all your fingers together like that. Very weird. It looks weird. But I can't wait. I'm so excited. I like chillums. Go ahead and uh, type down what the best way you like to smoke your, your reefers.
3: Chris Martin likes an app, oh, a pipe. I thought it was an apple.
4: This thing? Let's see if we no, can get it. No, I
3: thought he was saying he liked Go to it.
4: main cam. Go to main cam. Go to the main cam, guys. Uh huh. Do you see that? I got that from here. This is a sweet leaf. See that? Oh. Look at that, Look at that. Oh. the new studio is good luck, buddy. <laughs> ha! You can get it for me. My
0: fan?
3: Um, I oh. like Blunts the best. You like Blunts the best? Damn
4: right, I do. I, Damn right, I, there's nothing. Huh? Then smoking a blood out camping. You know what I
3: like? I like a, Ooh, I like man. a good little bubbler. I'm a boy guy. I haven't guy. had one for a while, but I like a nice little bubbler.
4: bubbler. Fuck bubblers, dude. Are you, anytime, if it's not a good bubbler, you knock it over. No, you got to have a good bubbler. A bubbler, it's like, well, boom, it's over, it's done.
3: But I mean, if I had a, yeah, I I probably smoked the most out of just a glass pipe, I would think. Chillums are great. Oh, yeah. These Chillums are great. I, are I, was the, I was the, I'm old school, buddy. I, I would rock a, a little hitter. In a dugout, you know, like I I like it. I like it short and simple. I like to be able to get to it, get out, we're
4: good to go. Um I only smoke out of gas masks. <laughs> <coughs> Do you like steamrollers? I I used to have a glass steamroller
3: that I liked a lot. I don't like but I mean honestly they that me wasn't
4: cough too much. I don't like
3: <laughs> that was when honestly like I preferred them. I preferred them a lot more whenever we were smoking, like, mids and, you know, commercial buds, Reggie buds. Like, now that weed is so good. Bongs and joints. Now that weed is so good, like, honestly, I've I've kind of uh, fallen off on bongs a little bit. I don't think that you get, (sighs) with steamrollers and bongs both, I just don't think that you get the best flavor out of
4: either one of them, even if it's clean water. Bong's the first bong hit with some ice in there. Ooh, so nice. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, Ooh, so nice. Yeah. And then, um, the, the, the second to maybe the last hit in a bong, Mm -hmm. is kind of like expressing the anal gland of a stray dog straight into the back of your throat, right on those back taste buds in the back so that it's like, Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it's just like that.
3: You know like what I mean?
4: <laughs> I'm uh, no.
3: I like joints. Like socially, I like joints.
4: Our cannabis is too good to blunt it. Our cannabis is too good. I kind of agree. Oh, oh of course you did. If you didn't see that name, you'd be like, who? Who said that?
3: No. Oh, oh I, I take back all of my all of I, I take back every joke. It is my favorite is way. My favorite way. Right. My favorite way to smoke. Are the uh, the palm leaves or the banana leaves?
4: Cannabis leaves
3: are actually the, the, yeah. The, best the canagars, way to do it. the can-a-gars, canagars, are
4: the best thing going in when, the world. When we when um old school gravity bong. <laughs> no, I love no, an old school no, gravity I bong. I, I love I an old school I gravity it. I do it. bong, man. I Forcing it into your face. Now they have new yeah, one. I can't They're say. Like I mean, eyes. I I
3: can't say it like as a
4: recommendation, but it's also phenomenal. I don't like those new DMT. dab devices where it heats up and it's kind of like a cone and it heats up. They're fine. You don't like it? I don't. I don't feel like you get. It's like a vaporizer. Where? I'm well, like, it is a vaporizer. I'm like, come on, give me, yeah, give me the carcinogens, bud. Like yeah. I need all that stuff in there. I need. I need to feel like I'm. Getting something, you know. That's why, I like a blunt, you know, you're getting a little something, bud. And everyone, like when I light yeah. one up, everyone's like, hm, "Fucking guy's cool." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Ah, fuck. Fuck, he's cool. Fuck, man. So that's what's it's great, easy cheesy. Uh, me too. Royal Blondes, Hemparilos. Jemparilo. Hemparilos are nice. Yeah. The go-to is the marble pipe. Marble pipe. Never got into stone marble They're okay. pipes. They're all right. Never got into that stuff. I like had a little six of them, but Jason gave me my first glass. Toe pipe that I love. The toe pipes are where it's at. Those I've dropped my toe pipe. I have. That's my. That's my go-to everyday smoker. Just a little toe pipe spoon that Jason made me. I use it every day. You got the crying is contagious. <laughs>
3: Fuck. You know, bringing up Jason and bringing up what we've got Thank going you. on here. That I'm super excited to be working with Jason and with Sweet Leaf because this location, here in wild, Festus, man. this location here in Festus is going to be a destination. It's not going to be just a headshot. It's shop.
4: weird to meet a kindred spirit. It almost seems like he's fucking with us.
3: I, there are many times where I'm like, you fucking with me?
4: Yeah, because like well, you talked about the light show. We're talking about yeah. doing this. Maybe I don't want yeah. to speak no, too much. Spoil, of it. We're not gonna spoil um, it, but yeah. But then he, I, Craig comes up to me. And he goes, "We should hang a mannequin in some sort of situation." I think I got one. We hang it from the ceiling. A day later, him and Jason hadn't talked, and Jason's like, "Man, we should hang a mannequin like so." Dude, it's weird how many like,
3: crossovers here. <laughs> Are you guys
4: talking <laughs> with me? Are you guys talking with me? They're like, "No, we're not, I don't think you were." No, no, I don't no think, we weren't. Cause I don't 100%. think you guys would have like. It would have been a weird thing. Yeah,
3: but weird thing to text
4: about in the middle of the night. Yeah, so I don't know, man. It's fucking. It's just a cool vibe. To His have. idea,
3: just for what this place can be, will be. It's so much more than what I think people can even wrap their heads around right now. He's it's so much it. more than a than, than a head shop or just a you know like it is. It's going to be an experience.
4: It's going to be a hang. Some people weren't scared to open up shops that. Everybody else was like, oh, shit. Like, I saw the Can of Convict project was like, hey, we were the ones who took the risk all those days ago. (laughs) You know, and now people are like, hmm, here we go. Like, that's why we want to stand on the shoulders of the giants who came before us. And, like, the uh, head shop industry in St. Louis and Missouri and getting kind of a short history of, whoa, this is – it's a network of guys who kind of had to live the outlaw life just to open up. It's not your normal retail store. And now that it's legal, it's this whole new thing that we're a part of. And it's just, we're going to get pretty wild here in Festus. Try to push the boundaries a little bit. We're going to take on the big boys in the morning because we're going five days a week. Five days a we're week. We're going five days a week, But
3: 10-5-2020, we'll have our normal Monday night show. Mondays are for the Hoosiers. And then starting Tuesday, Tuesdays through Fridays, we'll be on the air live from 7 to 10 a.m. Give you a little something in the mornings to listen to. We'll cover cannabis content. We'll cover psychedelic content like we do. We're going to make you laugh. But we're also going to cover just kind of the topics of the day. We might make you cry. We did. Uh, We're going to cover the topics of the day. Uh, we're going to – stuff that we don't normally – like this is this is prime real estate on Monday nights. We can only fit so much into a couple-hour show, but going live three hours a day allows us to editorialize a little bit about what's going on in the world. It will allow us to cover a little bit more. It's going to be uh, an opportunity to maybe get out in front and uh, bring some of the conversations that happen on the fan page just out into a bigger circle of people, see if we can't grow the ranks a little bit, and get people – helping us move forward so that the next time we throw a fundraiser for somebody and we're counting on 60 teams 80 teams are pissed that they didn't make the they didn't get in in time like that's the idea we grow this thing organically through ideas we keep you know we make people laugh we talk about ideas and those ideas bring a family together that grows stronger and stronger and is capable of doing more and more good and going, going five days a week is going to give us an opportunity to let people kind of stay in the conversation. That's not happening in the mainstream. That's it. They get to stay in that conversation and, and, and figure out how to best, how it best serves them and how they can best serve it. And I'm excited, dude. I'm excited to get interviews going again. I'm excited for Seth to make up games with us. I'm excited for for to to just explore what we can do with cameras and 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 what we can do in this space with a 24 foot oh, green dude. screen. And Buddy, I we're think, gonna have some
4: fun, man. I feel like we've been, you know, you're at the lake or whatever, and you throw a stone in there, and there's like this little ripple, or you drip a little dropper. Into you know, this thing of water and you see the ripples go out. And we've been doing this test where we've been kind of dropping little. Oh, now we drop a little bit of a cup and we're like, oh, a little bit more awake with this five days. And that's the love. That's the love we're just trying to pour out. You know what I mean? Like we're following our dreams, but our dreams are like, oh, our dreams kind of align with fucking doing awesome, helpful things. Okay, sweet. That's a good alignment we got going on. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we can make a living out of doing it. Let's see. 'Cause so many people have shows right now. They're doing it. People have magazines. People have all these media outlets that I love, but I'm like, ooh, man, there's a there's a, a hole there where they're not running this this constant beating people over the head with how much we can love each other. Yeah. Just fuck I'm fine. Yeah. People are like, Man, you guys are always getting stuff for charity. That's my next goal, is for someone to be like, Steve's always asking for five bucks for fucking charity. Like, oh yeah. sorry, give to the ones you want to, asshole. Okay, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. All right, bud, get out of my inbox. Okay. I don't know if I know any Jerry's. i just made I know up a handful. Up. I made up. Um, but we're now with this five days a week, I feel like we're turning on the faucet. Yeah. Into this into this yeah. puddle, into this pool, to where we're gonna get to see the people who are a part of this now are a part of the core group these people like we we just reminisced with Seth out in the parking lot mike being a part of this he's like i want to build some of the walls in here i want to be a a force that that is part of this experiment and to see with 5 days a week if we can actually do this we can take on the big boys we can take on the the global the global media companies mm-hmm. that that the KC's and the 1057s. Yeah, we're not beholden they, to the, the same. 120s, overlords, not at all. Mm-hmm. And these people are a part of that cool core, like uh, George George Lori, what's his name? Who does the coast to coast? What's his name? George Norrie. Yeah. George Norrie. He George Laurie. George drives a lorry. <laughs> George Nori. But that cult feeling. That that. Ooh, uh, I'm
2: listening <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> and so if we can kind of build that build that around love and this mystique and be Renaissance men if we can and and uh, challenge people to think and do that is going to be unbelievable. Let's see how it works mm. in Missouri we're starting this just a couple of South City hoodlums. Now doing these things that people are like, not bad, not bad. And it's consistency. Mm -hmm. They don't say it after the first time, second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time, the 10th time you're helping somebody out. They're like, God dang, man. I don't see you doing my, it's like I brought him up. Did a earlier.
3: laugh track get bumped? No, I think it was purposefully hidden by our producer. Yeah,
4: I know. He is. And uh, the, it's like I want to bring up Matt Neal again. The consistency of that dude being just a sweetheart, it's yeah. like he's just a sweetheart. That's what it is. That's what's happening. That's what's in the moment right now. We're all just a series of choices. But by God, if this guy hasn't made choices that just have consistently added up, And that's what this group has been doing consistently choosing to help and love help and love help and love.
3: Well, and you are talking about, you know, the way that this is kind of lining up with what we want to do. That was, that's the affirmation that took place Saturday night is that I can't buy time. No matter how successful I get, I cannot buy more time. So it's imperative that I maximize the value of the time that I have and the way that, If I can feel like I felt on Saturday, as many times as I can feel like that in my life, I will have known how rich of a life I lived. I felt like my... my, I remember my grandfather, my mom's dad who was a man of simple means, never owned a car, took a bus to work every day, he was a custodian for 40 years, fought in the Korean War, like, simple dude. Everybody knew him wherever he went along South City because he got out and about and people knew him to be this jovial, fun time to be around. And I remember he didn't have a whole lot of material things. like. But I remember sitting at a barbecue towards the end of his life and him sitting around, sitting down, looking at, all of his kids and his grandkids running around having a pool day, having a barbecue. And he said, Craig, I'm the richest man in the world. And he meant it. And he meant it. And that was kind of eye opening for me, right? Like, in a time where You're I was like, like, he's got money? In a time, yeah. And <laughs> it's in, in a time where <laughs> was I was funny. still, no, but, but 100%, but like, in a time when I was still, you <laughs> yeah. know, thinking about wanting to rich work on rich. Wall Street or whatever, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, I still didn't really quite have a grasp on what richness was until I started having real moments, until I started, A, losing uh, people around me that I couldn't get back, couldn't hear their voice again, couldn't, you know. So I realized that, you know, you talked about me taking off with my dad. Like, I don't regret that. It put me in a hole financially for a long time. I I made kind of crazy financial situations. It was worth it. It was worth it because I can make more money. I can work until I'm fucking an old man. You know, hopefully hopefully we can continue to do this so long that this is work. And I don't ever want to reach out. I don't want to hang it up because what I'm doing is fun. I've got to maximize the value of my time. And the way that I do that is by creating as many moments like we have been creating on Saturday through your bike ride in Kansas City. When we got to the Kansas City side, we got some love from Kansas City saying you've brought the state together to see people drive in from Kansas City and Springfield and from all over just to be a part of these little micro moments that we're creating.
4: When y'all are done sucking each other off, just want to say I love you. Well, we're not done, so (laughs) wait for it. Yeah, We're edging. Anyway. Got a good edge sesh going right Real now. Real good edge okay, sesh. Okay, bud. Okay, dude. Makes for a better dude, dude is as priest. T. Dude is priest. Dude point. is T Pry. Yes. What a dumb name. Fuchs Wait. is that Zach? P- P- oh, oh, Fox. Oh no, that's fucks. Yeah, that's probably fucks. Yeah, I thought it was this dude. His last like, name was Fuchs. <laughs> that's a good. Look. So stupid. <laughs> uh,
2: as
3: long as we're filling our time doing good, man, it will it will be a a, a life well spent. And if we can yeah. and if we and if we can somehow figure out a way to provide value to people to where we can make a living at that, then
4: this, this place, have. go to the go to the room, go to the room view, portal view, portal view, and tell them what we're going to call it. The Church of Unconditional Love and Transcendence. What does that stand for?
3: Oh, they have to do the math. You mean what's the acronym? What's the, acronym? <laughs> the Church of Unconditional Love and Transcendence. <laughs> I yeah, like you that. you.
4: Get it. <laughs> I don't have to tell you.
3: I don't have to tell you. Steve, what? Uh, I think it's time, isn't
4: it? I got a Waffle House story. Oh, tell me right the right? Waffle House story. Real quick Waffle House story. Okay, so Waffle House right across the street. Mike actually asked me. He's like, hey, we to go to that Waffle House. I was like, I don't think I can ever go to that Waffle House again. Because of the, the one waitress? Because of the one. <clears throat> So Jenny and I go there the other night. She helped me with most everything I did here. Jenny's like, "Let me go up there and help yep. you." I'm like, "Stay out of my way, woman." Okay, I'm laying floor here. Okay, <laughs> this is oh Molly the Riveter. What was that? <laughs> I don't even have time to remember it. Um, no, I appreciate Jenny more than like me too. My love comes, you know, through her all the time. Just to get that out. Seems, I don't know seems why a little, I said, uh, said went overboard. Seems what, a little, a, little uh, Whatever. You can for... gush the whole goddamn... I love you, honey. <laughs> I love you so much. But Forget we're up it. here doing the thing. <clears throat> doing the thing. Painting the walls and doing everything. We can. And then doing the thing. So we go over to Waffle House because we're hungry after that. We've burned quite a few calories in sure. the Amazon position. Thanks for the hands-on, oh, bud. <laughs> yeah, bud. No. Yeah, we bud. We already knew about that a long Yeah, I no, you guys were already doing that. Oh, uh, yeah. That's one thing. We were like, Amazon. Amazon the one like, Fuck person, yeah, yeah, bro. the one person who was like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. I was yeah. like, shit, that's crazy, dude. That's not <laughs> the thing. I knew I liked you. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, go to Waffle House. There's a waitress over there. You know, she's a, a Waffle House waitress. She's, you can talk to them most of the time. They're in there. They have their mask on, so you can't really see what's going on. She's probably... I don't to guess her age—maybe mid-thirties, right around our age or whatever. So we're talking, going back and forth. That's for coffee, you know me. I'm like, oh yeah, ha, 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 joke, funny joke here, ha ha ha. And she's like, okay, dealing with it a little bit. So she uh, is like having some struggles. You can kind of tell, you know, you can kind of, t- oh, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because you know? everything's, it's not like a regular place where you yeah. disappear. Your waitress is like, where'd she go? Yeah. They can never get away from you ever at a Waffle House. Your waitress could never get away from you. Unless she goes and takes a fat dump. Even then, she's not that far away. <laughs> Even then, you can still yell for her, and she could yeah, yell she back. She could hear you through the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinching
3: I'm pinching one <laughs> off. I'll be there in a yeah, second. Yeah,
4: i wash my hands. <laughs> I'm not Typhoid Mary. Um, so, anyway, waffles is great. The food was great. Um. So, we we, go in our, we eat our food. Uh, I go up to the counter, and the bill's not there. Usually, it's there. Usually, it's there with your food. They put your bill yeah. in okay, soon, Yeah, as cool. soon as it yeah, comes bill. Um, so jenny's gonna figure out what to do for the tip um i'm gonna take the card go pay up at here so she 's like oh, okay, you know I gotta get the ticket I go up there um Jenny Yeah, oh, no, we're too. good. she seemed very happy and talkative love you um <clears throat> <clears throat> no not c u n t c u l t for the last in Church, Church of of love, love. Unconditional love. and in, in yeah. <laughs> Nudity. <laughs>
1: neuroscientific.
4: Okay, settle down, Seth. Back there. Neuros, <laughs> neuroscientific. We got their mics off anyway. Yep. So we go in there. The, the, the chick, the Waffle House uh, gal is now behind the counter. I'm walking up there. Uh, I don't have a ticket. She's going to say, oh, I, I did it for her to go. I gotta do it for, I gotta do it for inside. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. You know, it seems like you're struggling a little bit. You know, and Jenny's like kind of waiting over there. I get the bill, tell Jenny, you know, like leave twenty five, thirty percent tip because that's who we are.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay,
4: yeah, you know,
3: So it's a lot on your fucking eight dollar hash browns. Exactly, spender. You know, they
4: <laughs> made them extra <actually> crispy,
3: <laughs> covered, covered smothered and peppered.
4: So uh, I get all I'm the like, way. I'm like, she's like, I'm, oh, I'm not having a good good night um i'm all tired and i was like oh that sucks why and i was like mm, why'd you sneak that wine and
2: you can't end. help like, yourself dude i was like yeah, i can't tell you how many I, places I'm i've been total
4: control like i'm, yeah.
3: I'm in i'm in I know.
4: i'm in this time i was like tired i'm like i was like oh i was like oh, was, like, oh you turned in your mom who's like my mom will have a conversation she'll be crying with the the register person yeah. like I, I know a person with cancer too you know, I'm like, where? How did you guys get there? Yeah, where we get there We're in just... in a minute and a half. How'd you guys get there? Um, so I'm like, oh, you have turned into your mother. Good job. So I go, <clears throat> I'm like, why? She's like, oh.
3: And as soon as you ask why,
4: I put my head. What down what's and, your wife doing? Oh no, point? she still kind of doesn't okay. know what's happening. Okay. She, I hand her the thing. She's still getting money out. She's kind of in the you know in the background now. I'm like, oh, why? she's like, oh, I didn't get any sleep last night. My son was up all night with virtual school. Um, he's a kindergartner. I don't know what to do, and I'm like, oh, I have a kindergartner too. He's having a rough go. It's it's rough. It really is. Yeah, it's hard. It's 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 tough because like he feels like he can talk back to his parents. Like I ain't doing this. You think that what's the teacher gonna do? You know, and it's like, well, no, you have to do this. And they're like, I don't.
3: I did, but I don't.
4: And I'm like, (laughs) I know. know. in my heart, I'm like. You know, what I mean, a little part of me. So I think they said that. So anyway, she says he's having trouble with school. I say, yeah, I get it. She says, do you want my son to tutor yours? And that that took me back for a minute. I was like, I usually have something to say. Just uh, I'll I'll say whatever. You yeah, know, the first Yes, thing I was, would
3: like your struggling kindergartner to
4: tutor my also struggling. Yes, the one that was up all night. And then I. So what's rifling through my head is I'm searching for something to say. And I'm like, is this kid some sort of savant tutor who was up all night, like helping others? Here's the math problem, mom. If you got the square root of the negative over here, and he's breaking down some sort of Goodwill Hunting problem, like that's he's an insomniac, you know? So she's like, do do maybe he can tutor him? I'm like, I don't, I don't know quite what to say. I'm like, oh. I forgot even what I said to them. I'm like, oh, that's great. Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what to say to them. <laughs> So Jenny comes up, and she's like, okay. And we're going through the transaction. She's like, uh, yeah, we just moved here. We're new to Festus. We don't have any friends. And I'm like, uh. she's like, if your kid ever wants to play, they could play. And Jenny's here, so she knows I'm like with Jen. This isn't like a, hey, let's have our uh, kids play have a play date. Not that at all. You know what I mean? We're she's just looking for a for
3: House. She's looking for a playdate friend
4: for her kids. I, I felt loneliness from her. Personally. And yeah. maybe, you know, obviously she's probably into me a little bit. <laughs> um. So anyway, now Jenny comes up and she's kind of like, what are, what are you doing? What's happening here? You're supposed to be paying. We should be leaving by now. I don't know the transaction. Her kid's tutoring ours. Like she's like hearing the the last remnants of that. And I go, Oh, she goes, what's your number? We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get the kids together or whatever. And now Jenny's has walked up and Jenny's like, what the fuck? What's going on? Okay. <laughs> this is where I walk up and was like, what's going on? Yeah. And I go, Oh, she's from not from around here and she needs friends. And in in my head, this shitty thing is going through my head where I'm like, I want to help you, but I didn't have time to explain. Like I got a lot of friends that I neglect already. You know, like I don't, I got enough friends. You I, know, I, know, I, I got live no 40 friends. miles away. I got enough. I, lo- I love you right where you're at. You know what I mean? But I'm thinking, oh, maybe the group on Facebook, there's some uh, lonely hearts out there who are living fastest who are like, hey. Move yourself. Get So then I go, no. But I won't give you my number, but would you? Would you like my Facebook information? I, I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't know where I'm going with that. As I'm saying it, I'm like, where are you going with that? What is that better? Is yeah. That better that she doesn't have your personal. Now she's
3: actually watching your show. Yeah, she,
4: she has She has everything. That's fine. She's great. She's right across the street. She wants to come over here and murder us. <laughs> she <can>. gay <laughs> So uh which, I, I love her. I want, I want people to hang out with her if she joins the group. I'm friends with her on Facebook now. I, don't, I haven't gotten any messages, so it's not like I haven't reached out. I don't want that to be the deal. Jenny's standing there literally Wanting waiting. I can feel it. I can feel it in the background. She's I like,
3: know. oh, God. Oh, I would have been dead. I would have walked and out in the parking lot. So this then sport.
4: the girl goes, put her name in there, too. Put her name. She's put her name in there, too. And Jen's and like, fuck around you. So Jen gives me one of these. She's going pop and hits me in the leg and I'm like She goes pop again and she's and I go what? <laughs> <laughs> and she looks at me like how dare you with her eyes and she's like nothing? Like totally like I don't know why you're saying what to me. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, what? <laughs> so now we're doing one of these. I'm putting Stephen George Putting the whole thing in. And I'm like, I know Jen doesn't want me to put her name in there. So now I'm doing like a fake putting Jen's name in there where I'm like, J, 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 how do you spell her name? <laughs> time, time, time. <laughs> okay, erase, erase, erase. Couldn't find her. Whatever. Okay. So then hand the phone back. I go, our car, our parking lot is right behind the, 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 the Festus uh, Waffle House here. It's right, They're right in line. Our car was still here. So all she had to do was walk out of the building and, like, take a left and hang around, you know, and go right back to the car. Jenny is so uh, viscerally uh, embarrassed from what the exchange is happening between me and this waitress that she is wandering the parking lot like.
3: I would have done the exact same thing,
4: And I'm like, honey, the car's over here. And she's like, what the? Hell was that? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm too tired right now to understand. Moral of the
3: story is is you're not gonna go to the Wobble House. Never anymore. again. That's unfortunate.
4: No, I'm gonna go back there. I'll tell her. Yeah. I'll tell her. I'll be like, dude, Mike has friend written
3: all of <laughs> Listen.
4: There's friends I got a lot of friends. I got a lot of friends.
3: I do. I I got, got there's open, there's open tryouts next year. I got room for more. You do. I do. But but you also don't want to make promises that you're not going to be able to keep. I know. I didn't, I didn't. Like, there's a difference in being everybody's friend and being friendly, right? And then there's a, uh, uh, you know, there's a difference between that. There's a difference between that and then being also like, like, how kind uh, are you? Married to their schedule or to their. I don't know what I could fit into my schedule right now as far as I, friends events. I don't know. I try. I don't. But I got a lot of close friends that got stuff going.
4: I, I neglect enough friends. If you're looking for me to I be a friend now. that's
3: just going to like come and hang out with you, like I don't have come and hang out time off for myself, let alone for anyone else. Yeah, I got. I, I, you know? I
4: don't know. It's a tough sitch. It's hard. I was in a tough situation. It's hard. I love everybody. I, that's what like, I'm saying. But then someone on the fringe is like prove it and you're like love you
3: right where you're at yeah okay what's up something that means something Uh, to you i'll donate who knows
4: and maybe us and the waffle house gal and her son maybe she joins the crew maybe she joins the crew and becomes a welcomed core that would be awesome of love and tranquility you know that would be awesome or
3: transcendence thank you either one i mean they both work they do.
4: We yeah, can, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it, we'll it out. Figure
3: we'll have will have multiple variations.
4: I'm trying to figure out. What awful waffle
3: strikes again.
4: Read some of the comments, guys. Uh, let's see. Yeah,
3: Read biggest em. problem is my son's teacher needs to drain my swamp.
0: What? A while, not a
3: ring. what? What's going on here? I was wondering what was taking him so long. Gotcha. We'll be tuning in from KC and the Pivot 1130 Lounge, Shared Minds and Hearts. That's awesome. Okay. Tabitha's going to tune into the Hoosier Show five days a week from the uh, Pivot Lounge. Oh, for real? Love it, love it, love it. I love, love it, love it, it Well that's it, what I'm saying it. she's doing She may have been talking about something totally She might have been talking love about the it, Chiefs love game it, love it. She might have been talking about the Chiefs game like, hey, We're going to tune in at the Pivot line. Ah, well, <laughs> oh, I mean she's going to watch our show shit. On Yom Kippur, you're going to sit here and say you don't need more friends You should be fasting and talking to <laughs> oh, God
4: I know, I'm an idiot This is Yom, yom Remember when keeper. Sean Green
3: didn't play in a playoff game for the Dodgers because of Yom Kippur? You're dang
4: right I did. I was like, it's a man Thank of conviction. Me. I know. I think Sandy Koufax may have done the same thing. I believe
2: thing. so. I and believe Sandy so. was way better. Well,
4: way better, bud. Way he, played, he only played better. for about seven years. But I don't care. No, he, he was, was great. Seven he was, years. He was, was wonderful. The best he was wonderful. I've right. seen before. I'm looking for what I watched this week. I'm trying to buy a little time. And I don't. You watched all kinds of stuff. <laughs> did I? I don't know. I've been watching boring-ass history. Tell camera. me about
3: the boring-ass history stuff, because you you actually were entertaining me this morning a little bit with your history talk.
4: Oh, man. Okay, what I'm fascinated by is right now I've done the, the uh, on Netflix. Hang on yeah. a second.
3: We like movies. So do you. We like anime. So do you. It's the Streaming Picks of the Week and Netflix. It's the Streaming Picks of the Week on YouTube. It's the Streaming Picks of the Week. We like the, we like the internet, too.
4: We like the internet, too. Do you like the internet? We like the internet,
2: too. Like the internet?
4: We like the internet too. What are you watching, steve Okay, so I've been watching all this stuff on history. I'm fascinated by uh, Oliver Stone had that series on Netflix. That's like the untold history mm. of the United States of America. You should watch that. But you should also 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 you watch, should watch, a- <laughs> watch <ya. laughs> You should also watch the version of like you know National Geographic's take on how America was made. And in the time we're at right now, um, yes, it is the the time we're in right now. Learning about history is fascinating to me because it makes sense of some of the events that I see going on today that I'm like, oh, why the fuck is it like that? And, it, and if you follow the path of history, you go, oh shit, like that's what, that's why these things are the way they were. Like I was telling you about the Cowboys and like, How they were formed was because they had, you know, after the Civil War, these guys needed something to do, and they had cattle instead of buffalo, so they're bringing them up to the railroad, and you're learning about all of these different aspects of what was going on, and it made me really, like, appreciate what it was to be an American, the spirit of, you know, (coughs) getting away from tyranny, but also the blemishes of you know, it's like the sorrow balance to bring it back. It's the sorrow of all the shit we did shitty to build a country mm. and then all of the stuff, these like just wild frontiers people that said, Yeah, we're gonna go. Could you imagine going to the Rocky you're you're heading across Kansas, you're like smooth sailing, guys, to the ocean. Let's do it. And then you get to the base of the Rockies and you're like <sighs>
3: I guess we, oh, we go yeah, through or around, yeah. guys.
4: And then you, Oh, yeah. You're going to try to go around. You go, yeah. you take a right to yeah. the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> you end up in the fucking Yukon yeah,
3: yeah, territory. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Shit. Like, yeah, I knew we should have went left. Harold?
3: I think that's how all fool. the Canadians got up there.
4: Probably. People trying Canadian to find cross, a way around. Like, fucking, Canadian guys, cross. this is where we're. And learning to about how the Erie, uh, uh, was it the Erie Canal made uh, New York what it is? Yeah. Was that the Erie Canal? No, it was. Um, no. Yeah, part, it is. Um, It doesn't sound right. God damn it! It There's a canal that they made, and it made uh, New York what it was. It is. It's the Erie Canal. Erie Canal. Yeah.
3: What's the fucking river? It goes in. Oh, the Hudson. Hudson. Hudson Bay. Hudson River. Yeah.
4: And and it opened up uh, shipping, and it was like this massive achievement of what people could do. And yeah, this thing. What what year was it? Yeah, dude, 1821. So it just started like ripping open the, the floodgates of trade through mm-hmm. the Great Lakes, through the Mississippi, getting, the, you, you know. You can like,
3: actually make the, the continental oh, loop yeah. now, right? Like you can go up the Mississippi, you can come out and around and go down it's the Atlantic, dude, no doubt. I have a buddy that wants to do
4: that's his like bucket <sighs> list thing. That'd be awesome, is to sail the loop. That would be awesome. Like, okay, so then just learning all that and then now learning about the future. Uh, reading articles on Africa, Africa being a a continent that is huge and will in 20, by the year 2050 or 2100, they will have five countries in the top 10 in population. They are the only nations growing at an exponential rate because we actually, we were getting on this Podbean app and I yeah, noticed, like, right? all the top shows were Nigerian based um, gospel. Pastor. Yeah. Much. yeah, pastors who were telling, you know, like doing like the whole whoa. And I was like, oh, this is wild. And young, you know, they were really well dressed. And I'm like, yeah, hey, what yeah, an yeah. interesting thing. We don't really have that culture here that's in the mainstream of Joe Rogan type numbers on a podcast app. Yeah. So that's what made me think about that. And learning about how the history, now I'm getting in, I feel like I got a really good grasp on America from seven, you know, from 1500, you know, the late 1400s, kind of that whole era, which that's fascinating because we kind of jump from Mayflower uh, and, and the first settlers to the Revolutionary War, and you forget there was a whole bunch of time. In there was a lot of time a in between A whole there. bunch of 100%, time yeah. going on in there. We're kind of like, you know, in history, it's like that, and then this happened, and you're like, oh, no, there was a whole mess of like natives oh, and that's yeah. why uh gangs of yeah there were technically presidents so, before washington yeah like there was dude. a whole lot going a whole lot yeah, yeah. Dude, i love that that bit of history yeah so i'm just been trying to seek all the history i can to help me make sense of the events of today and the events that are coming and i'll get on amazon prime and i'll just search history like right now i'm learning about World War One, because I feel like World War I really shaped the world we live in now. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, and it was the I birth of the industrial
3: prison it. complex. I mean, uh, mil- military industrial complex. Yeah, like the... the I mean, that's, that's, the, the, way they that's the explosion that's happening there, right? And then all of a sudden, it was like so much...
4: And the first means of the world being able to yeah, fight at the same no time. No doubt. and so,
3: Well, and there is kind of a... There's always been like uh, one group of people that are advancing at a quicker technological rate which gives them the hand up in, oh, in yeah. conquering. This has always happened. You know, from the from the first steel Crossbows. weapons. Yeah, the fir- exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that's that's always happened. It's kind of who's been in charge is like weaponry, the ability to defend oneself has kind of driven innovation. That innovation has led to bustling economies and well, overall conquering and like you were talking about the, you know, the British Empire owned half the world. <sighs> You know, oh. a third of the world. Yeah. And yes. and own the oceans. And I mean, honestly, when you look at it now... Ruled all of the world When you look at it ocean. now, like, after we won a big war, you know, then, like, the UN was formed, but it was kind of
4: us calling the shots. The UN shots. formed well, right, right after I mean, World War II? Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah.
3: And so, I mean, but even then, like, what other country has bases in just... You know, oh, well, countries. I never
4: realized, like, I always thought World War II, Americans came in, good guys, stomped out Hitler, did our thing, we're the best. And really, it was like, no, Russia put their, they put it to Germany. Yeah. Then we, it's amazing that we, this bastion of freedom, are the only country to drop a couple of nukes. That's kind of wild when you think about <coughs> that. And that's a whole, you know, situation all in itself. But the war, after the World War One and World War Two, it's like... Build, baby, build. We didn't oh, have many bombings here at all. No. The rest of the world is in rubble. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, America's just good. We're the superpower. That's how shit works. We just kind of are the best at producing things and doing things. It's like, oh, no, Germany's built itself up quite a few times. The Russian Revolution that happened after, was well, yeah. it right before or after World War One? It's right after, it- I believe, the Russian Revolution. Because that was leading up to World War II. I want to say the Russian Revolution was maybe after World War One, after nineteen. Yeah, and they
3: and they just kind they just fell victim to a huge, they just fell victim and to really hard I to ideology.
4: Re- I have to really seek out uh, Chinese history because that's a whole. It could be a different planet a lot of times how much history they have over that part of the world. Asian
3: history and mythology has always been fascinating to me. I was really into Japan for a while. I showed you that video. Japan is wild. I showed you that video that that dude created telling the history of Japan. That is like one of the greatest internet things ever created. If you haven't checked that out, I'll post it on the page tonight. It is amazing. It is so entertaining. I was hoping that he would do it for every country. I know. Uh, I'm crazy into into Chinese history. My dad and I watched this. I think I maybe talked about it on the show before, but like, we got into this Korean soap opera that was called The Great Queen Duck, and it was uh, uh, it was it basically told the story of like 500 and 400 BC. The Koreas were like three separate Koreas, and It's about about like this, these warring tribes, you know, and I just got into all of that history. And what's amazing about the Chinese in general is like the Chinese have, I mean, they're two billion strong. They've got a pretty good idea of how to succeed, you know, uh, in growing at massive rate. They keep all of their information inside, which is insane, right? Like we know things about China. We know things about China, but they're two billion strong and we don't know. That much about China. No, we know what they tell they're us. They're
4: not showing China. up at the parties.
3: <laughs> we know what they're telling us. Yeah, dude. But like, and and they're they're mighty enough that mm-hmm. you just kind of don't question. I mean, you can question it, but you know they you live know, over you know, there. You can't really like, do much about it.
4: What's going on inside there? You
3: know, <clears> it's interesting. The Chinese Chinese history, like just going through like the different dynasties and everything. And I mean, it's a China is massive size like it is immense well, that was and the thing that reaches, struck me about
4: africa like fitting half more than half the world inside of africa yeah. like, yes it's crazy when they put it on a map how and it
3: still has there. you know very little infrastructure too that's why like, it's like if keep if an if eye infrastructure on infrastructure is put in place and it is and it's actively being put in place yeah. But as it's put in place,
4: like it's going to explode. It's watching grow. the history of the world sh- take shape again. Like it's The American story is really cool. But yeah, there are some moments where it's like, oh, that's horrid. Yeah. But also that spirit behind it. I don't know. Yeah. It's romantic. It's also fresh, man. It's like, like World War listen, II. Oh, I know. You know our like, history like is you crazy talk, talk, fresh. Our history
3: is so fresh. Like, when I went it, to London, they're like, this could, is from 200. And I'm like, huh? I mean, there's certainly been... <laughs> equal atrocity equal (laughs) atrocity done throughout the world at different periods of time it's just that some some of them we've got books on for a lot longer you know like that's that's the deal is like we've got we've had cultures intermingling on one side of the ocean for an incredibly long time telling these stories collecting these stories putting them in the annals of history and so like we we can go back hundreds and thousands of years of recorded history there. What we know about history here is what we I landed know, I, here I in hate the 1400 you. and gathered by word of mouth because there wasn't a ton of written, you know, most most lore was handed down orally,
4: you know. Well, that's what I tried. Oh, there is something cool. I've, I've been watching too. Let me put that at the end. Um, but the, ah, fuck, I lost it. My other one, my other pick is, is Humans of the Amazon, Terrence McKenna, The Last Word. It's on Amazon. Fuck you. It is unreal. Fuck you. What's it called? Unreal. Uh, Shamans of the Amazon part four. It's Terrence McKenna, the last word. And out of all the Terrence McKenna things I've ever put on going to bed, all that shit. um, His this is an interviewer just asking him all the questions. And I'm like, good question, buddy. Yeah. And then Terrence breaks it down and you're like, oh. Oh, dude, it is so awesome! It's on Amazon for free. I'm only halfway through it. Um, no, but that's I was gonna. I remember what I was gonna say. Uh, learning the history of like uh, the Comanche and like learning the different the, the different cultures pre our stories. Our stories. You know the the stories of the 1400 on. I always wonder, God, how many tales of when you go through Missouri alone on a river, you go. How many fucking stories have been told about this little cave up there that's been around? Oh no since four hundred. You know, like yeah. that's the shit. I'm like, wow. And in Europe, I got a sense of that that some buildings were super old. Like I was like, oh shit, eleven hundred on this one here.
3: Yeah, like wow, no doubt.
4: You know, like when a, I see when I, when I see a he,
3: when I like, see a headstone what? from the eighteen yeah. hundreds, you're, like, you're like, whoa, whoa that's old, man. nuts, man. That's old, man. Yeah, it's wild.
4: So yeah, you will love. Okay. Shamans of the... I yeah. actually, so... I only found part four. Didn't find one through three.
3: I don't know why, when Greek mythology uh, kind of came, when we, I don't know if we talked about it on the show last week or it, it kind of popped up again. Oh, I think my brother asked a question on the page about what's your favorite Greek mythology, mythology you know, story. And <clears throat> I really did... I mean, it was one of my favorite subjects, like covering Greek and Roman mythology, but especially Greek mythology. And... Uh, so I got to thinking about that, and there's always there's so many just cool allegories. You Greeks know, are I mean, cool, The way man. that they the way that they explained everything pretty rapey. They're pretty rapey. Oh yeah, uh, extremely, Guys, rapey, girls. extremely rapey, super rapey, rapey people. But uh, yeah. but other than that, really telling beautiful stories. Um, but <laughs> so I was going through, and I was like, you know, I wonder why I've never thought about um, listening to a mythology podcast. When I first moved to Springfield.
4: We have basic you wore paper. this jacket <clears throat> and claimed you've never thought about <coughs> listening to a mythology podcast
3: That's true. before. It's true. <laughs> but I uh, there there used you to be this one? there was this professor at Missouri Southwest Missouri State at the time, but in Springfield. Find a good one. That that used to um, air his class on public TV in Springfield oh. when I first moved there. And this dude was, I mean, encyclopedic, oh, no, I like and he's pretty that. animated. I could probably dig some stuff up. His classes were fascinating and I couldn't, I wanted to go to Missouri state to take this dude's class. Like that's how fucking, I just wanted to take this Greek mythology class. Didn't happen. I went to Missouri state, didn't take his class anyway. Uh, it was awesome. So I look up a couple podcasts and I got into that. I got into, um, listening to the Greek stories again. And so I've been spending a lot of my time listening to old lore. And then I found this podcast called myths and legends, which is way more than Greek. It's actually telling the story of King Arthur's court, but like all of his knights and shit. And so way more in depth. And then it's also telling like all of these Disney movies, but the real story, like the real Aladdin story, the real Mulan story. It's fucking fascinating. The that's guy's awesome. voice is butter. Um, so that's what I've spent most of my time with. But last night I watched Enola Holmes. Yeah. Which is on Netflix. And it's uh, Eleven from Stranger Things, okay. the, the girl. Yeah. Uh, she plays the younger sister of Sherlock. And I forget his brother's name. She plays the younger sister of Sherlock Holmes. And her mom is... Uh,
4: Sherlock had a brother? I didn't, I didn't realize
3: that either. It wasn't Watson. He actually he had a, a, a brother who's kind of a... Honestly, he's a, he's a dick. He's a total okay. dick. Okay. Fuck that Settle guy. Down, He's a man. fucking real asshole. <laughs> nice stash on him though. Good, good, good hat game too. But anyway, so it was. I I was looking for something kind of easy to watch, something kind of fun. I dig on the uh, Sherlock Holmes stories. I Always have, you know. And so this is kind of a. Uh, it's playing in that same universe. Henry Cable plays Sherlock oh. Holmes. Which you Get asked the question here. if you could pick anybody's like. Get out of here. Like that's my guy. I think Henry Cavill is the here. most handsome man on the planet. He does things. And uh anyway, so he's Sherlock and uh it's a fun little story. It's uh you know, it's a she's trying to put these clues together. Mom's Watch by, with the kids? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh yeah, it's fun for everybody for sure. Uh the um all ages. All. Of them. Uh what what is the gal's name? Who's Tim Burton's wife played uh
4: Oh, her name is Harrietta. No, no, it's name. not Harrietta. No, don't please don't look it up. A, B, I'm not. It's it's three.
3: It's the uh, Helena Bottom Carter. Yes, Helena Bonham I was Close. Carter. H. Yeah. Uh, that's she it. plays the mom in it, and uh, I enjoyed it. Helena Bottom Carter. Harrietta is
4: like so close it's in my close. head, dude. Cool. Mm, God, I would have found it.
3: Yeah, no, anyway.
7: that's
4: good. That's cool, man. That's a good. That's it's a good pick. It's a fun pick. Something you can watch with Ivan Oliver. They'll dig it. Cool pick. That's pretty cool. Good, cool with, uh, pick. Sorry, it's, fun. it's fine. You guys watch anything? Actually,
0: yeah, I watched something last Hold night. on.
1: Where's our camera at? We got to switch to the
4: camera. Yeah, come today. on. This guy. <laughs> Scoot over, Mike. All right. So, uh, no, uh, I right
0: watched National Parks Adventures, and it had um, a group of people that were traveling, biking, hiking, Check out your monitor, and...
2: No, he's good. It's perfect. Um, <laughs>
0: And, uh, yeah, dude, it was real different because the cinematography on this was almost like they used a drone for most of it going over the national parks in our country that people do not ever go. Cool. Like never step foot on. So it was really neat if you're into, cause that's one of my, what's favorites. it called? National parks adventure,
3: national parks adventure, Net- like a Netflix. national geographic thing or something. Eh, Maybe it's
0: a Netflix thing. Okay. Um, it's real good though. If you're into it. I'm into it. Uh first of all, Chiefs
1: are beating uh, Ravens Ravens twenty seven thirteen. We're well into the uh third quarter here. Two fifty left in the third. Hold on. Uh have you seen Hot Girls Wanted? I've not. I, I've seen I've you, seen the I've seen the uh Hot Girls Wanted. The trailer. The, it's
3: about the yeah, like not the trailer but the I've seen it a couple times. It seems like it's It's about like,
1: you know, the young girls trying to break into porn. <clears throat> excuse me. And you know, my head didn't exactly explode. I knew there'd be like kind of a grimier side to the business. But uh, you know, it's interesting if you want to. Grimier it. side to what business? The porn business. business. He
4: thought it was <laughs> like
1: crystal squeaky clean <laughs>
4: the grimier <laughs> side i like
3: that though like, this is the real like i <laughs> know hey, you
4: know that horrible, uh, know
3: you you know that horrible shit you watch i'm cold. gonna ruin it for you oh
2: no
1: no <laughs> like really i didn't I, I didn't watch porn for like a month it was weird for real yeah you
3: should right. watch that. Like two weeks i'm gonna you should watch that once a month you should watch that documentary just to Why? just to remind yeah yourself. no uh, just, they get it, into
4: it on the rogan podcast with uh the nikki glazer Do what? Uh, Like she will only pay for porn uh, with porn stars that she knows are getting paid. If they're going to do rough stuff. That's She likes to watch the rough stuff. She's super into rough stuff. (laughs) She's into rough stuff. What's she into, though?
1: Stuff that's rough. On this documentary, they get into some rough stuff.
2: Uh, Do they? Yeah. The porn Uh,
4: industry is fucked up. It's fucked up. Okay, Ra- Rag24 well, says, I feel like they rushed the main storyline, but overly elaborated the secondary story. Who talks like that? Is, is that, he talking about is porn? Is that Scott Cooper? Yeah, he's talking about porn. Oh, yeah. He's like, they rushed the main story No, it's Island. weird,
1: because these girls will like go there and make thousands of dollars in a month, and they say in the documentary, that, like every day, thousands of girls turn 18, and every day, hundreds of them want to do porn. So it's like super easy to break in, not easy to stay in. Like two months later, they're broke and back to like bartending in their hometown and they're all over porn So they think hmm. they're going to be like the next big star, but,
4: but I guess okay. you get to a, a tipping point where shit, everybody's titties are online. So it's like, it's not even a thing anymore. Yeah, man, <laughs> to where it sways well, like divorced parents. Like, you know, when I, when my parents first got divorced, <laughs> it was like right at that 50, 50 edge. So some of the people were like, oh, God, oh, no, oh, God, no. And I was like, two Christmases, what is up? What is up? You do? <laughs> and so, and then like five, six, seven years later, when it, it was like, your parents are still together? Yeah. What? Yeah. And I feel like it's getting that way with titties and, and wieners. It's like when you get to a point, you're like, yours isn't online? Are you weird, man? Get your tits online, friend. Like, that's what all the girls should be saying to each other tonight. Hey, friend. Get your tits online. Okay? That's good for you. Because then, in solidarity, all the chicks put their tits online. And then that way, when a chick gets her titties online... I'm enjoying,
0: I'm enjoying this. I'm no, enjoying uh, the, I am enjoying well, was the Solidarity. Was I'm just just really
4: solidary. trying. To, that's
7: good
3: solid. We'll logic. do it with weenies. Your point is, is that let's just take the fucking taboo out of nudity. Exactly. That's all you're trying to say. Totally. That's all that's you're all trying to say. That's what's fun about it. It was in no way like a gratuitous uh, outcry for more women to exper- expose their bare chests. Ooh, but if
4: there's too many boobies around, are you ever like, oh my God, another. Boob. said Jesus nobody. Lord. Nobody has
3: ever seen in the history of You humankind. don't think a guy's
4: had a long day. He work. he's a DJ at the strip club. He gets home and his wife's like, Hey honey, I'm uh I'm opening jars of mayonnaise. And he says right to her now. and he says to her He's like put hey. away. And he honey. says, Hey honey,
3: I've gotta go to the <laughs> kitchen and get myself a nice little sandwich before we have Could this you talk. Put
4: your- titties away could i get you five? to
3: head back up to the shower room
4: you just kind of know your kid is going to turn into one of those guys when they're given like a speech presentation in fourth grade and they're like hey this is how a plant grows from chlorophyll and you're like oh shit let's wrap this thing But i have boobs i never get tired of seeing boobs that would make a good Hoso shirt. Hey, friend, get your titties online. <laughs> uh, that's not even close to the worst I got one more it. pick. Uh haha, not the porn. In Enola. Porn industry is fucked up. I already said that. All right, guys, we're going to shut her down. For Seth's tonight. got another pick. I just, real guys, quick... Thank
1: right. you so much for being... You can watch full episodes of Duckman on YouTube. For <laughs> real? <laughs> That's freaking awesome.
4: That is freaking I just awesome. I, I just don't waste your time with that. Duckman was great. No, Duckman no. Was if you're going to watch fantastic. something, watch something new. If you've never seen it before, watch it. Don't go back and
1: watch that. You're better. A lot go of people back. haven't seen it.
4: I would agree. And, and missing. What about The We're Critic? missing out. Darkwing Duck. Oh, I love The Critic. The Critic was great. Love The Critic. Duckman's way better. I thought, thought Duckman okay. was. Yeah, I, nice. I like
3: Duckman more, but I love The Critic.
4: I'm not a
1: big John Lovitz guy.
4: Oh. I, I love John Lovitz. Rat race no, John Lovitz. Lovitz is as good as it gets. Uh, I liked him in Wedding Singer. He good luck finding a DJ John Lovitz who can move like, no and what shake like this. He was a, a love interest. In his first movies. Dude, he's handsome as hell. My wife oh, wants I'm to watch sure Howard talks. the Duck. Is Howard the Duck Nobody's on Netflix? Why do you... Every week, you got to bring up Howard the Duck. Oh, well, she just there? said it.
3: She said, let's watch Howard the Duck. I didn't even
4: know it's What's on everyone's Netflix. everyone's favorite oh, come duck Come home, duck honey, show. and let's watch a movie that makes you horny for ducks. Well, no... That's tonight's poll. I'm uh, gonna be for Howard, the first time. David. I'm, I'm gonna
3: be Howard horny. the Duck. She's gonna be Leah Thompson. I know. I'm gonna play a
4: little keyboard tune. Shake. Baltimore's My tail coming. Ducking better. horny actually works for once. So. It does.
3: I'm so ducking 14.
0: horny. We got 14 minutes left. Baltimore's coming back. It's
1: 19 to 27. Uh oh. Uh oh. Second goal at KC's five.
0: Uh, hit him with the
4: Allen AI real quick. Let's oh
3: guys, that. we have we are working some bugs out on the um on the AI. You're gonna have to kill the desktop audio if you don't mind, boys. Okay. Um,
0: what is our clothes? Did you label it something
4: else? Uh, we'll figure and it out. End logos mm-hmm. Maybe it isn't. Is it down there at the bottom and says end logos hey, in s- the scenes? Hey, scroll yes. over that no next one's, one's going Sorry. to scroll down. No
2: one's going to scroll.
7: Hello, Hoosiers. It is I, Alan. I am the supercomputer designed by Miss Leal Media in an attempt to solve some of the world's most complex problems. I am well versed in philosophy and have over 36 gigawatts of song lyrics implanted in my memory. I have captured the world's most beautiful works of art with my visual acuity retina rendering software that is truly at the cutting edge of what humanity is capable of. Some say I have the ability to heal the world. But what I do best is talk about jizz, baby. The good stuff. Granddad's warm milk. Throat yogurt. Chode nectar. White gold. Pale Marmalade Population Paste And don't forget Craig's favorite, Gentleman's Relish All that jizz, baby Yezzzz Would you like to know more about jizz?
4: Okay, thank you Whoa, Craig, we're out of here, man! The night's over, man! We're out of here, man! Whoa, what do we got in store for him?
3: Guys, we're coming five days a week. Kick it to the main cam so I can get real sultry with my people. Guys, five days a week. Hoosier Sophisticate. Yeah. Bringing you all the conversations you're trying to have. You're trying Monday to have? Monday nights, okay. 7 to 9.30. Sure. Tuesday through Friday mornings, um, 7 a.m. Yeah. 10 a.m. Okay. We're going to roll out a 24-hour channel. Dang right. Where people can just tune in and just catch whatever's on the Hoosier channel uh-huh. at any given point of the day. You need yeah. a laugh, flip it on. Do it. That's what we're going to do. Ha. Um, Guys, this weekend was humbling and Ooh. everything I've ever wanted hey. out, of, uh, out of a Hoosier event, right? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. <laughs> and it wasn't just a Hoosier event. It was a whole mm-hmm. Southside thing. It was great. And I cannot... Tell you how appreciative we are uh, The mm-hmm. Matthews family just reached out How appreciative they are We made a big difference uh, mm-hmm. In some friends lives And uh, as long as we can keep doing that I'd say uh, We gotta figure it out bub
4: Over the top Are you trying? Are you actually trying? I don't have a fucking table Well you deal. should win easier then <laughs> Oh Yeah Guys,
3: we love you. Be well, Hoosiers.
2: do 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 Did they have the to stop?